Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Um, my cat has taken to really loving my bathroom. Mm. Like he hangs out in my bathroom all the time now, to the I point see where we're, like we're starting on some relatable content. Cats. Yeah, I'm worried. I'm worried he knows there's something in there. Uh, mouse. Wait, what's in like there? a mouse. Like a like a smelly ghost. Oh right. Uh, the actual, if you want the real answer, Steve, is because cats uh, like to change up where their like nest is regularly. Uh, because you in know the wild, you... they wouldn't stay in one place because of like predators. So they, uh, so they, yeah, they like like my cat will like like for like two weeks he'll like live in that <laughs> box. That's his box. That's where he sleeps. Week it's later, doesn't give a shit. Never sits in the box ever again. He then si- he the... then sits on the top of the wardrobe for another two weeks. Got rid, got rid of the cat eggs, and then he <laughs> makes another nest. Yeah. <laughs> is it a nest? I don't think it is a nest. Yeah, he well, he did make a little like nook in. Yeah. I'm very lazy in my. Uh, my toilet rolls that I've bought are still in the packet in the corner of my bathroom, and he sort of shifted them and made a little sick throne. Yeah, so you sick of me. Yeah, I saw um, I saw Lucas's cat gathering lots of sticks. Yeah, mm, yes, uh, and yeah. making them into a circle. Yeah, and then he his sits in them, eggs. and he like sits in them, yeah. and just sits on his little eggs, <laughs> waiting for the little cats to hatch. Do cat eggs have little ears? Yeah, they're shaped. Think... They got a little egg, little yeah. ears on the top. Yeah, yeah. I think he might have a bird, mate. No, he's a cat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah little cat. feathered, ti- little tiny feathered cats. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Small birds are multicolored. Cats. But birds are multicolored. <laughs> My cat is is dark. Right. What about blackbirds? Well, yeah. What? Okay. I think you have a blackbird. Uh, hello, and welcome to What Is Music, a music podcast 
about music uh, we're a podcast that focuses on discographies in their entirety and we're doing deep dives on one artist at a time and you join us at the end of season two which is called are you amused a critical analysis of the history cultural impact and music of muse we're going through their entire career album by album track by track and today we'll be answering questions like does context matter when you're listening to music does knowing the history of an artist affect your appreciation of their output and season specifically we're asking are you amused and just to be uh, very clear on that we're asking if you're amused by the band muse not whether or not you're amused by us the hosts of this season are you amused to which you are now listening i i I'm Adam Scott Glasspool, uh, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Steve Murphy. This is the end. Repent. Oh. And Lucas Way. Hello. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, that's the first hello of the season, maybe. Uh, yeah. You know, as well as all those questions, we are continually on our uh, quest to answer the question, what is music? I think we'll save that for a little bit because we've got a lot to get through we've covered all of muse's output up to date well you know we've missed some b-sides but mostly we're up to date so all that's really left to do is to sum up our year of podcasting and it has been as far as i'm concerned a year um and really get to the bottom of what makes a muse a muse Mm. how do we feel about the fact that they are a muse Mm. And what's going on? Those are three <laughs> pillars. You can tell where I've run out of things that I've got written down. Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so what's happening? What makes a muse a muse? Yep. Silly glasses. Feel, silly glasses. How, the silly glasses. How do we yeah. feel about a muse? They're fun. Okay. The silly glasses and are fun. What's going on? What's happening? Right now he's charging the glasses. He's just, it's very glasses-based. Yeah. How are you uh, guys? Uh, you know, uh, end, end of year two uh, of the podcast. This is, well, I suppose it's year one. I suppose the first year was reception, and now we're in year one. Uh, graduated. For those Americans yeah. listening, kindergarten and kindergarten. first grade, I suppose. Uh, is that the same? Is that, I don't know how that works. I don't I, well, What else know, are they going to do? I thought, well, I thought kindergarten was nursery. Yeah, in the TV Does it show, translate to children garden. Yeah, in the TV show Recess, <laughs> yes, kindergarten was in the same physical school as our yeah. our friends, as so you know, as TJ Detweiler and Spinelli and Mike, and, Mike, Recess, and Mikey never. and Gretchen and yeah. like a little a little little nerd Ran- one, Randall, Randall, Randall. yeah, Miss Finster, Miss Mrs. Finster, Miss Finster. <sighs> Mrs. Finster. She... Sorry, because she's a spinster. Oh. Yeah. Good, Good. joke. From the That's great. That Adam, show. did you ever watch Recess? Are you very confused? No, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Well, I, uh. I have some idea what you're talking about, uh, but but not a lot. Uh, by the way, just for the listeners, this is going to be a very long episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I think of when I think of um, Recess? Is my brother's friend I've never met called Ben Lee, because mm. he had an in-joke in his friendship group when they said his name, they went, Ben Lee. So I always think of Ben Lee. I know a Ben Lee. I'm going to note down the time code of that anecdote. Off mic, let's work out if the Ben Lees that we each know are related and the same Ben Lee. This is such great content. This should be its own episode. Because it might be. I mean, there's track him. With potential that we are the same person. Adam's just. I mean, it could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could be the same person. Look, this whole year and the year before, we've approached music from three very different positions. Let's reaffirm 
those positions. Mm. Would you like to do that yourself, or do you want to see if I've finally kind of like nailed it down? You can go, but I'm gonna I'm gonna predict you're wrong. Okay. Actually, no, so, no, no. I rephrase. You can go, but I'm gonna predict that you oversimplify it to the point of being basically an insult. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> well, Lucas, as we know, is brain dead. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, right. So, there's kind of like two main principles that we focus on in music. One is content, and one is form. I tend to prioritize content but still can appreciate form when it's very apparent steve you're kind of equal on both but leaning towards form uh and lucas you're almost solely form but can appreciate good content when it arises when it stands out guys this is a great dynamic we should start a podcast so wait hang on was i right is that how we're going to introduce it from now on (laughs) yeah yeah, if you want to, if you want to introduce it really, like, really, like, meticulously in the same every really episode, dry. instead of every episode coming up with another nonsense way to introduce it. Sure. Well, I, well that is what I'd like to do, actually. Because... And obviously, the artist we're doing next season has no content. The interesting thing about them is there's no context. There's no context. There's no context. At, at it's pure no. form, and so it's going to be interesting to cover that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At just absolute form. Are, are there are there any artists that are just solely form? Well, <laughs> I mean, would you would could you argue could you argue that like drum and bass like they're not saying anything, are they? I it's purely well, I about know. the build and that you know it's the, the feeling. It, it's all about that. Is there any context to a DMB song? Well, but content isn't necessarily context. You know, content is the text. You know, content is what something is saying, and form is how it's saying it right but i don't think dmb saying anything apart from maybe not dum-tsh, apart dum-tsh, from listening to that drop dum-tsh. i mean some are yeah but i'm talking about like your standard bog standard yeah, dmb your general your broad your broad stuff sure sure anyway there we go that's why anyone that likes it. it is brain dead basically i focus on art lucas doesn't and steve's somewhere in between yeah great i'm glad that we've got the <laughs> format sorted <laughs> So, okay. hello Good. and welcome to Do You Love uh, Us? So, yeah. uh, we were, maybe this is too early in the episode to cover this, but a couple of episodes ago, we started having a conversation about something. Yeah. Right. That you said, this is like final thoughts material, and it's probably the most interesting thing we've talked about this entire season. Oh, yeah. What was it? Was that when we were, was that when we were... Um... I don't remember. Don't ask me. Uh, is oh, that so I'm when glad we you were... <laughs> Is that when we were talking about, like, I don't know, which members have take that left first or something? Yeah, no! that's it. it tends what? to be what we mostly talk about. No, there was a, there was a, we got well, into a whole thing and you were like, let's save this. This is final thoughts territory. I'm sure it'll come back to me. It was me. about, sure like, it how we listen to music and I don't oh, remember okay. it. It'll come back to me and if it comes back to me, I will ask it. Okay? It won't. Um, <laughs> we, that, that's kind of, like, how we approach listening to music. But if we take that back even further and kind of make it even more extract, just to really kind of delve into it the first episode uh of this podcast we correctly identified music as art uh guys what is the purpose of art uh to make you feel something to to in Mm. in install a, a feeling upon you whether that's real bad feelings or real good feelings isn't that like the most basic or is it to create a discussion? I was going to say the opposite, 
which is to you're saying you're feelings saying, from you. You're saying it's to give, it's to put feelings upon the viewer or the listener. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the artist trying to express some feelings, whether there's someone listening on the other end or not. Who gives a shit? Nice. Interesting. What, so you're now, saying let's point that, out, that's me playing devil's advocate because I yeah, no, no, that's because good. the honest answer um, is I don't care. This is the conversation that we had. Fine. That was the conversation yeah, we had two weeks yes, ago. I know. Yeah. So, so you're almost saying, as as Devil's Avocado, that it's the artist will just put something there, and it's for someone to interpret their own feelings upon it. No, I think he's saying the opposite. Of that. I think the artist yeah. is trying to get something yeah, out, and, and no one could ever listen to it. But they've done their bit. They've said what they want to say in the form. That this they is want what to I'm feeling. Gonna yeah. put it out there. Yeah. And Do if no one wants it. to listen, if it only gets three streams, then lol but also they've yeah. done it's just as valid as if no one as if a, a billion people listen mm. to it you know that that's the reason i put out something that hardly anybody's listened to is because i knew you know i just wanted to you know it's just for it's just for me really but also well, guys if you could please so well, also so, it also didn't help that i logged into your youtube account and delisted the video <laughs> <laughs> you marked it as as racist abuse didn't you yeah which is on, weird that you can you can do that to your, your own, own account. <laughs> account. <laughs> I'm gonna upload this video and immediately earmark it as racist. Guys, why um, have you let me do this? Uh, that's very interesting, uh, Lucas. Because uh, uh, well, firstly, it's interesting because you seem to focus solely on music there, but that makes sense. Well, it's a podcast. We're a, mu- a music podcast, but also that is what I put forward. Uh, as the purpose of music in the first episode. Yeah, that's probably went, where I got nah. it from. That's probably where I got it from. Mate. <laughs> again, like, nah, again, I, I was so. playing. I was playing devil's advocate. Is the thing I was doing the other. I can't just agree with Steve. And you I don't know. And, and I don't have any thoughts. Was... And I don't have any thoughts of my own about this subject. So well, I'm that's a... interesting, isn't it? What but... is the role of art in society? Is it important? Is it not important? I mean, it's definitely important because, like, so because even if I personally don't think paintings do anything for me and would mm. wouldn't affect my life in the slightest if you removed them all from the world uh i'm uh, movies would massively like i i consume that a lot and that's art are they all art well that's the thing like, are some more art than others that's the know? thing is is like i'm trying to think of a really artsy jungle film cruise is jungle is that, cruise is art? less art than insert a really artistic film i'm not going to put my name against something and have adam S- mock S- satan tango how about yeah, that yeah 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 satan tango when when someone Rubber. when someone asks me what like an art film is i go for satan tango which is like it's a 7 hour black and white eastern european film about a small village uh, and i think it only has something like 100 shots in it spread over 7 hours <sighs> it's very <sighs> slow it's one of the best films ever made. I watched a film in, in uni that was like, because I did film, that was, uh, it was, no, there was no image. <laughs> <laughs> Lucas, Lucas recounting that tale with like his fingers on the bridge of his nose as if it has pained him greatly to even recollect such it was a time. Like, I mean, I mean, I mean. Uh, you could call it a film. I, I'd probably just say it's a radio play in that context. So, but obviously, so. you would, of course, you would argue no. The fact that you are looking at a black screen instead of listening is, to it on the radio the is the point. Yeah, and I would exactly. say, and I would say to that, I don't care. It was the right, artist's okay. intention you, uh... to release it in that format. Yeah. yeah, exactly, Steve. It's all about intention, but also, uh, you know, audiences can bring their own in- intentions. If and you their went own to see to that it. in the cinema. Mm-hmm. Would you keep your eyes open the whole time? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because I think after a point, I just like close my eyes and like lay back and listen to it. Cause Would you a- not be gutted if like 30 minutes in there was some image? Well, or the they do like, or they flash. you've ever seen. Or they flash <laughs> up the odd image and that's like obviously a really powerful moment. Like in Schindler's List, yeah, you exactly. see a little splash of red. It's like that. Mm. You see an image. For, Spoilers. Like, you see an image. I didn't say the context. You see an image for like. Uh, it's blood for like you see an image for like <laughs> for like one second and that's really powerful you know yeah yeah exactly and i but but i like that i like that you're uh you will only walk up that argument like so far where you'll go like yeah yeah, yeah that that's the director's intention yeah that's great and i know that that's artistically valid but i don't care yeah <laughs> i'm great. i'm just yeah. but, but my point is i'm saying that because of someone who is i i know that from a i studied it and so i had to i had to remember i had to write about stuff in films film at university that i, <laughs> yeah. that I categorically disagreed with or just didn't <laughs> give a fuck about you were writing go this is bollocks i got a fir- I, got, bollocks. I got a first on my dissertation and i didn't agree with a fucking word of it what was your dissertation on it was on marxism uh in and 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 film classic in, 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 easy in easy film, film subject very classic uh no i took a i took a, a an actor and took their career oh okay t- t- well tell me what uh you well I was going to do that. This is interesting because both the two names I'm going to name are not going to be what you'd expect from a film critic. Well, I'm not sure. Whatever. The first one I was going to do, I was going to do Jennifer Aniston. Right. Okay. And and, and how she expresses Marxist views through her films. Yep. Okay. I flipped it to Johnny Depp. Okay. And what was your, what was the primary thrust of your argument? I'm not going into my, my whole. I'm not. I didn't like it at the time. I'm not going to relitigate. I'll send you a copy if you want to read it. I would fucking. Of course he would. Love to read that. Of course he because would. Because I'm, I'm so fascinated by. I got uh, a flat seventy. Just a flat seventy. First on the nugget. nice. Yeah, I got. I got a sixty-nine, which is uh, well, nice. but very nice. sexy. Nice. Uh, but, nice. <laughs> that's very sex nice. Number. I never but, did uh, university, yeah. and now I don't have any debt. Well, yeah, that's true. That is true. My you, but you also have no on... personality, is the thing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's where you form, where you form yeah. personality and oh, yeah. a mass and incredible amount of debt. Uh, my dissertation was on the representation of the American family in the films of Wes Anderson. Nice. There you go. Nice. Uh, uh, <coughs> to go into it broadly, it's about, oh, I can't be fucked. I, okay. Wow. Well, he literally. He was I just. It, he I was up. about to, and I started like thinking about it, and it immediately made me want to kill myself. And so that's that's how we're sort of like approaching stuff. I'm looking for that kind of stuff in Muse, and you're not like, and and in music in general. There you yeah. go. But remind everybody where we came in with it, Muse. Imagine like the podcast hasn't happened. Where did you come in with it? What was your, the status of your Muse fandom in 2019? In 2019? <laughs> well, we knew we were going to do this podcast in 2019. Spoilers. Okay. Well, we, knew when, we, were whatever, you know. we knew we were going to do it in 2018. Is it spoilers for something that happened a year ago? It's peeling back the wizard's skin, isn't it? Is oh. the wizard's gizzard. Um, where was I in 2019 in terms of Muse? Like the same, the same place I was. I'm the same place I was for the prior like 15 years. Are you? Because you you said said when we came into this podcast, good at the start, yeah, 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 Stephen, Elias, Murphy, Murphy. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sem. Stephen Glenn Murphy. Shh, don't tell everyone. Christopher. <laughs> Doesn't Nearly. have a middle name. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to try and guess Adams, then remembered that he like uses it as his name. That's yeah, yeah. quite a professional name. Is yeah. it Scott? Um, I actually do have a middle name, but it's it's um five spaces. Oh. Cool. Steve Murphy. Yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> that is. That, if I was gonna. That was a very long express. five spaces. No, no, it was no, perfect. Perfect. It's so long. Does it take you uh, five seconds to say a word that is five characters long? Lucas. That's not. It's not five. Not five seconds, was it? Right. I went. Stop. Steve. One, two, three, four, five. Murphy. Yeah. Come I on. Think, I still think that's too long, mate. Okay. Lucas. Think how quick I said that. Lucas. Okay. So Lucas. this is the stuff that Lucas. I don't care about. This podcast is bollocks, isn't it? This is this so is much the more very in- technical. This stuff is so much more about. interesting to me than whether a pe- than whether yeah. a painting of a square is valid. Because the honest, because, 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 very because the answer, because the answer to that is, of course, a lot of people see it as art. To go back to the previous point, of course, sure. a lot of people see it as art, and I'm that is completely valid, and I completely uh, uh, allow. I'll allow it. I approve of it. It's fine. I'm not going to kick off. But I don't care. And it doesn't interest me. I once saw a Van Gogh painting in the the Van Gogh Museum in in Amsterdam that um, it made me feel like... It made me quite emotional because it made me feel like uh, I was looking at a dream from my childhood. But I can Mm. pinpoint that. I'm just thinking of uh, Tom Haverford in Parks and Rec when he gets obsessed with with the shapes on the painting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've never had that happen from a piece of art. You never know. One, maybe I'll Same. go. Maybe I'll go and look at the Mona Lisa and go. Oh, it's hit me so deep. Well, I probably you know. Won't. Repeat repeating anecdotes as we do all the time. I cried the first time I saw the Mona Lisa. Uh, Lucas, I disagree. I reckon you've had that feeling from a film or uh, films, film music, yes, uh, paintings, etc. Those no. are art. You son of a bitch. Is every film art? <laughs> is, but we didn't get. We didn't answer the, answer the question. Is every film art? Yes, I think that every film is art. Uh, to a degree, <laughs> I think there's like a sliding scale of and what artistic degree? merit. So it's dumb and dumberer art. Yeah, almost certainly not. Like, like, <laughs> well, it is, like it is, but it's as close as you can get to it, not being art. I tell you what, it is. It's media. Mm, yes. Well, I mean, you know, art is 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 often uh, you know uh, coerced by the marketplace. You know. What does that uh, mean? What so, do you mean by that? So where did I come in with Muse? <laughs> I, did actually, I did actually answer the question about where I came in with Muse. Oh, yeah. Well, you said it's exactly the same. Nothing's changed. Yeah. Just pause. I've just spilt LucasAid all over myself. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to pause. We can keep that in. I've just spilt LucasAid all over myself. Isn't that the name of your charity? What? Yes. I've just spilt LucasAid all over myself. No, Lu- LucasAid. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I was friends in school with a kid called Aiden. And yeah. we used to be like, uh, together we're LucasAid. Cool. That's a lot of energy. A lot of energy. Two minutes and <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds. Oh, yeah. guys. Remove everything It beforehand. soaked through to my uh, area. <laughs> Do Loins. you want to pause? Do you want to go change some clothes? No, it's fine. I'm wearing PJs anyway, so it doesn't matter. Whatever. Great. You're a big Muse fan. Before big we Muse started fan. this podcast. Big. Yeah, big. Yeah. One of the Massive. biggest, one of the strongest as well, as we discovered <laughs> mid 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 season. Mm. You've been, been with them like since no. uh, Origin, uh, and your fandom maintained, if not grew stronger. Maintained, grew Pretty stronger, much, right? and then probably grew weaker. 
but oh, yeah? you know, well, yeah. I mean, I'm probably not as 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 hardcore as I was in 2007. Now, I mean, is anybody as hardcore on anything, you know, like uh, uh, as as they were when they were 18? Exactly. That is the thing. Is yeah, because they've got to think about bills. <sighs> got to think about what? a bit of bit. Well, you know, he's he's moving out. His wife Jill. Is like going to be left Jill alone in the house. Yeah, I've got. To, and I just yeah. spend so much time thinking about them. I just think. What about their son? I just Will? think you can just. I think you can. If you try really hard, you can fix this. You know. Well, yeah. The thing is with Will, his nickname's Bill. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, because I suppose it's both William, isn't it? But but fucking yeah. obviously Jill had to go and fucking shag Phil, didn't she? And then you know, God, <laughs> awful. I was trying to think of oh, another horrible, name. Horrible state of affairs. Uh, Steve, where did you come in with uh, with Muse? I I knew the hits. I knew the hits, and I was like, "Muscle broadly, Museum, of course, their biggest, song. Mu- their biggest song, greatest hits." But not even their biggest um, hits that were recent. Like you didn't know. I get. Did you know? Like, <clears throat> well, I didn't even know Simulation Theory came out. Like, I wasn't. But then aware again, I would say it. none of the songs off that album are their biggest hits. Like until I met my girlfriend last year, mm, like humble I, break. and she played me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she she played me much to Lucas's chagrin uh, algorithm like on a well it came on random I, like, I didn't know that was Muse was um, so I was yeah he really was <laughs> um, so orig- I was aware of Origin Absolution Black Holes and Bits of Bob uh, Sins the next one Resistance. You would have. I think. Yeah. And I think. Second law. You probably like. You knew madness, right? Nope, probably. Knew, oh, well, I'd heard that on the radio. Yeah, but otherwise, and you like, knew like there's a dubstep. Not really. I remember, like, just sort of hearing it, like a whisper on the wind. <laughs> so, but like, um, yeah, like I, I think I was, I, I knew sort of origin, absolution, and black holes like well. But I had no opinion on Muse apart from, oh, that's just Muse. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. or, or I, I, I have a very visceral memory of Plug In Baby. I remember hearing them for the first time, and it was actually quite an awakening in terms of, oh my god, this sounds so weird, sexually. And, yeah yes yeah actually really sexually <laughs> sexual awakening um, for you yeah um yeah so like there was a lot of muse i just wasn't aware of uh, but i wouldn't i wouldn't have said i was a muse fan but i was like yeah i like muse if someone was to ask me do you like muse like i'd be like yeah yeah like sure sure yeah. why not but but not not a very considered answer yeah and now you've spent yeah. the last year considering the answer to that I question. I think about Muse every single day of my life. <laughs> yeah, do too. you actually? Yeah, <laughs> me yeah. Too. It's a, yeah. I guess because you, 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 you do, this, you do the, uh, the, the social media, so you kind of you always have a prompt to think about Muse at least once a day. Because I don't think about yep. Muse every day. Oh, I do. I do now, anyway. I've been listening to them for a year. I mean, my alarm is my alarm is boop 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 boop. Is it actually? Is it though? Oh, it should be uprising (coughs) because you should be rising up in the morning. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's really good. I actually wake Um, up to the Great Fairy Fountain from the Legend of Zelda soundtrack. uh, I was a huge fan of Muse. I would have called them like one of my favorite ever bands in like you know between the years of two thousand and four to two thousand and seven. They would have been in my top three bands probably behind REM and Mannix. Above Radiohead, I, of, I hadn't heard Radiohead when I started listening to Muse. Oh, really? I mean, you know, what, hearing Radiohead is part of the downfall of Muse. <laughs> I when will did say. You, when did you? When did you? <laughs> oh. get into, I mean, we'll cover. We'll cover this in season eleven. 
yeah. do, do you, do you have Radiohead? A, do you have a radio yeah. in your head? But... Do you have an opinion on Radiohead? <laughs> yeah. What but... do you think about the band Radiohead. that went to Oxford? Featuring Radiohead. Tom York and Johnny yeah, yeah. So you yeah. discovered radio. You discovered Radiohead like not long before in, in Rainbows. Rainbows. Yeah. So you've been into Radiohead for like the same amount of time as me. Yeah. You're pathetic. I thought you were like Mr. Radiohead. Separate state, separate statement. I thought you were like Mr. Radiohead. It turns out you just probably got into them around the same time as me, but then you delved a lot deeper than me. Yeah, you got well, in. dug you know, too deep and too greedily. You, you woke something in the, the deep. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, you know, Radiohead. You know that perfect combination of content and form for yeah. me personally. But yeah, I lost them after Black Holes and Revelations. Wah, wah. Where do they go? <laughs> they weren't hard to find. They were in, they were in stadiums the world over. How did you lose them? Uh, I guess they kind of like, I mean, we'll get onto this later, but they don't, like Steve said, how he wasn't aware that certain albums come out. They don't have a massive footprint outside yeah. of being into them. Uh, I didn't know when Simulation Theory came out, really. I think I heard it like a few weeks after release. Um, but yeah. So I did like the standard fucking teenage new metal fan uh, yeah. trajectory, which yeah. is Origin, Absolution, <gasps> Black Holes, and then sort of just oh. forgot that they existed. Um, but now, looking at, at right now, your favorite band, just in the present moment, how has doing this podcast affected your feelings on Muse? Looking back into the distant past of 2019 and thinking god what incredible person i was then and now you are a shell of your former self having podcasted <laughs> for two years um how do you feel about muse now very broadly i'm always excited to know uh a band's discography so well does that make sense so it, always. it make it's always <laughs> excited about it like so the fact that i've listened to them for a year like I really like that I know so much about this one band and I know all their songs. Mm. Um, but uh, is that more just like a completionist thing, though? You feel like you've collected a little something. bit. You've collected yeah. something. No, you've platinumed it. Really, it. you've it got the exact- platinum trophy. That is the same feeling, actually, Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I feel like I've yeah, ticked okay. that off. Although we never did "Hungry Like the Wolf," so um, yeah, it's a cover of Duran Duran. You know what it sounds like. But I would never have given a shit about a new Muse album coming out like, because, like I said, they were like, oh, it's just Muse. But now I'm really excited for the next album. Um, well, we've had that with Manix, haven't we? We both got to be like, oh, a new Manix album. Hooray. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But like, has it, how has it affected my feelings? Like, there's, there's certain things that we've learned along the way. Like, first of all, like, it was cool um, finding out how, like, nuts they were during Origin, doing Shrooms, like, all the orgy stuff, like... <laughs> Is, is like, I just know I didn't know there was like a rock and roll side to them. I've always seen them as like I don't know, as like sensible men, nerds. Um, yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, a bit like that. They are a bit like um, sexy nerds, sexy nerds <laughs> who have gotten like less sexy and somehow, but somehow are still like Matt's married like a like a LA model and is living. But he just seems so out of place. Whenever you see those it pictures, does, yeah, he just right. looks like such a little dweeb. <laughs> I mean, there were yeah. those photos where like. I mean, he clearly had a threesome at some Definitely point had in a the last few weeks. Right? 100%. Oh, like on Halloween. Yeah, uh, dressed as Captain Hook. But yeah. but also it's Matt Bellamy. And that yeah, doesn't know, seem yeah. right. Yeah. He should have like no girlfriends at all. 
<laughs> not two at once. Well, I, I like, I mean, this is just me being a star. And also this is me caring about something that I shouldn't because this is exactly the sort of parts of the fan community that I don't like. But like, it seemed right when he had like that long-term girlfriend that he was just with. Like that seems like exactly his speed. Find a girlfriend when you're, when you're a young adult. You're not going to do any better. So continue. Now he's like <laughs> well, with I a mean, model. Subbed up their career. Uh, Steve, uh, sorry, carry on. Yeah, so but like uh, so there's there's that I just never considered. Um, I have come out of feeling that Matt Bellamy's just a bit of a tool, which I never really thought of before. I just thought he was like a bit of a you know he's just oh it's just Matt Bellamy's the front man of Muse and like I don't know he's just maybe a polite man, but you know some of the stuff he said and like it this def- this podcast has definitely made me feel negatively about him, um, just from the stuff we've learned from him along the way. But which is interesting because all of that, like, are you talking about that stuff that was really early doors, or has there been anything more recent? All the conspiracy theory stuff that tipped into maybe getting a bit cuey, getting a little bit <laughs> slightly right wing and stuff like that. Um, there's that, but then like I'd never even considered. I'm still talking early doors muse, but like I'd never considered that. Which is weird. The Radiohead or Rage Against the Machine influences. I'd never even thought about that when I listened to those. Mm. Original, those songs back in the day but maybe it's because I didn't know a lot about Radiohead or Rage Against the Machine maybe it was that um, but yeah like so th- there's, there's a lot of context that's gone in that has made me appreciate them a bit more and, and maybe like really um, as much as I think he's a bit of a tool like I've come out thinking like really appreciating Matt Bellamy as a musician and an artist Yeah, like um, as, as much as some of the songs are terrible and maybe some just it's just pop music radio bait you can you can't deny that he's like an incredible guitarist and incredible incredible musician. And I would have never said that before the podcast. Is that if that makes sense? Yeah, like I would yeah, just yeah. be like, oh yeah, it's just a guy muse. So you so, didn't like that's interesting because I I guess again it's like knowing is 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 hard to look at it from the outside. But I would have thought like it's a fairly known thing. Like oh Matt Bellamy of Muse, he's the guy who's incredible at guitar and piano. And no, I don't think that comes across to people outside of outside yeah, of the fan base. Yeah, I'm just especially the people that are a bit more. Starlight, and they know Madness. they know like those. Yeah. yeah, so they would never go. Well, that's an amazing. It's an incredible piano. That's New Year's Day. I think on singles, like like they weren't massively like hugely certainly nowhere near as popular as they are now around the time of Origin of Symmetry or right. Absolution. Although that was kind of their breakthrough. So, in order to know that he's an incredible guitarist, you have to go back, and so. If you just yeah yeah if you just know the the more recent singles or whatever like I mean it you'd be hard pressed to recognise a guitar part on some of their most recent singles you know from yeah I guess like people who just listen to the most recent stuff would just be like oh they're like a they're like they're like Coldplay they're like pop rock yeah 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 and even British pop rock and even the parts where there might be rock British there's no T it's just an apostrophe British um the British um. So yeah, even if they've got like a, a lovely uh, like orchestral bit or with the piano and stuff, I imagine the majority of people would just be like, "Oh yeah, they've got a, p- a pianist in like that kind of stuff." Um, they wouldn't know that. I don't know. I, don't I know. mean, the other thing is but, that yeah. people genuinely do. Like, I genuinely think people do focus on words and melody. That's what people sing along to, and so yeah. very, very like the general populace aren't going to go like, "Oh, a great guitar part," even if they heard one. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Some, some might not even, might not, not even recognise it as a guitar. Yeah, I guess like not like not like your average Joe doesn't care whether he's a good guitarist or pianist or whatever. Singer, yeah. I think people respond to they're an incredible singer. I yeah, do for sure. To yeah, that. yes, yeah. And but sometimes I guess, like, only that you know, like Adele, who doesn't play any instruments and is one of the most popular 
artists in uh, on the planet. Well yeah. worth seven hundred quid ticket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got mine. Have you got yours? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I but... bought five, and I'm touting the rest. Jesus I bought a, I bought a higher tier than was available. Wow! Uh, you're marrying yeah. Adele. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah. I don't want to. But you want to get those good seats, don't you? Yeah, I do. And <laughs> where the seats are in front of her, like by a foot. I'm literally sat on a chair in she's front of her. She's using you as a footstool. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yes. okay. And she's wearing long heels. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> this is going in a direction that I don't... Uh, that I okay, don't well, let, let, me, let me bring it no, back. Um, let me bring so, it back. Uh, you know. So, sorry, um, to answer your question, though, like, has, how has it affected my feeling? I have come out of this appreciating, like, respecting them more and less. There you go. <laughs> more, more as musicians, less as humans. A bit, yeah. <laughs> but not Chris. Lovely, lovely Chris. <laughs> Uh, I had sort of just kind of assumed that they were just a band that I no longer sort of like vibed with or, or no longer needed but I assumed that they were kind of out there doing things that were different or interesting when compared to the stuff that I knew very well um, and that it just wasn't for me um, right. but coming into the podcast uh, like, and, and now being at the end of the podcast I, I, I don't find that to be the case <laughs> Right. I think I think they have like genuinely sort of like hit just sort of some some diminishing returns and I, and it's it's interesting because they seem to me a band that is very very stuck on their formula and hearing that in order album by album and knowing how they operate outside of the albums as well has made that far more apparent than say, you say like, knowing how they operate outside of the albums what do you mean what do you mean by that i mean we'll get into it a little bit later on but but just kind of like their recording process is very much just like we go into a recording studio and see what happens and whatever happens is the album whatever happened happened it's It'll you win. know i'm, I'm, I'm going to use the phrase probably a lot on, on this episode but they're recording uh their recording style or, or the phrase or their their mo their motto seems to be anything goes, everything stays. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, I, oh, and, you, and you would rather they went into an album with more like, we're going to do this. Kind of like drones. Yeah. Like a, kind of like drones, an idea which, you, of, which you liked more than yeah. expected. Anyone. Uh, I like more than Absolution. Uh, <laughs> the, like, you know, to, to go in with an artistic intention to, you know, and, and, you know, going in with, that sort of laissez-faire attitude is an artistic intention. Uh, I just don't think they carry it off very well. Um, putting it all in, like, I, you know, if I'd listened to a Muse greatest hits or whatever, or if you'd made me a playlist of, like, 30 songs, Lucas, probably would have ended up getting on with them much better than I have. Because uh, so- you wouldn't see you wouldn't see the, the pattern and the cracks. Exactly. You would just see yeah. the best... Well, <clears throat> not even their best songs, because I'm sure some of the ones I sent you, you might have gone, not for me. Yeah, but- sure. But but I think you know what I've what I've found listening to all of the Muse songs in a row <laughs> is that a, a Muse song is 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 a Muse song. You know that they 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 are very entrenched in that formula and the way that they write music. Uh, and we'll get into that as we go across this episode. It's going to be a very not, long not episode. To, not to do a comparison, yeah. but you say like a Muse song is a Muse song. Yeah. A Radiohead song is a Radiohead song. Like, I don't think of all the many Radiohead albums, which are largely great, they're all still Radiohead albums. 
Um, we should get into that at a different time. Like, like Mannix. Mannix, I think, even actually, actually, are probably more like, oh, there's actually some very distinct, you know, the Holy Bible compared to Futurology are, you know, worlds apart sort of thing. Even I would disagree that Radiohead have like a formula. Mm. Like, like Jesus, it's the Radiohead. They're famously a band who tore up their career halfway through it to try and become a different band. I don't think you would ever be surprised to hear a Radiohead song and say, this is Radiohead. I don't know. If, if, if yeah, this is Radiohead. Creep, I, know, I know they're extreme, but if you put Creep and Pork slash Pull Revolving Doors next to each other. Which one's that one off? It's off Amnesiac. Okay. Um, or or just, just as like OK Computer next to Kid A. Yeah, exactly. Which is the point where they decided we're not going to be a guitar band anymore. So let's add a third guitarist on stage. <laughs> what? Wait, fourth? About? Haven't they got four? No, they had a second drummer. I knew they added another. I knew they added for the King of Limbs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. At one point limbs. on their tour, there was five people drumming at once. <laughs> <laughs> but they, but they do have they have three guitarists by default, don't they? They do. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I knew there was. I knew and, on, I'm... and on some songs on Kid A, there is no guitar. So that is a completely different way of going about writing a song. Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe I haven't delved deep enough. I mean, I just use Radiohead as an example because of all the We should go into like, Radiohead at some point. Season 11, do you have an opinion on Radiohead, please? <laughs> Does that mean Kid A's acoustic? Yes, that's right. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, sweet. Just, I mean, just there's, there's no guitar on Undisclosed Desires, but then again, Adam loved that song, so there you go. That's, 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 that is them doing it that's well. The that formula. is them doing, going in with something, with an, with an idea, and doing it, and doing it well. But you are focusing, as is your nature and want solely on form and i'm talking about content you go after a muse song you're gonna get your verse chorus verse chorus bridge chorus chorus you know and it's, and it's, gonna, be be, about, it's either gonna be about love yeah or it's gonna be about aliens or uh, algorithms or exactly. conspiracy theories and rising up and that's it for eight albums <laughs> with the exception being maybe their first album maybe their first album is the most interesting because it's the only one that's not about some kind of conspiracy theory it's all about love <laughs> yeah it's about it sex about and, love. Not, and yeah. really wanting sex yeah that's true but, but anyway I mean, when it when you boil everything down though isn't everything about love oh man oh, thank you so much for listening that's been season two of uh, yeah music. Isn't everything about love music. except for love which is about power oh okay <laughs> anyway uh <No. laughs> I like Muse less now than I did coming in. Brilliant. Oh, I mean, I don't think anyone's surprised there. <laughs> Lucas, how has it affected your feelings on Muse? On the band itself, musically, very little. Like, sure. I really, you know, I knew everything about them going in. There was very little in terms of a surprise here. Mm. So not really any, like, ma- macro changes in how I see them. Because I don't, I don't love them for their depth, you know. I, that's not what I love about them. And so, and so, deep, deeply analysing how much depth they don't have, right? Yeah, <laughs> hasn't massively affected how I feel about them because I've always been very, I'm like, I don't have any illusions that they are like their lyrics are like fucking. Oh, oh, they got some messages. They've got some messages, and like, yeah, like the pattern of a muse, of the the pattern of a muse album, and even like release cycle, and like the way they conduct their career is very mm. like. And they do the three years, and they do the album, and then they do the <laughs> arena tour, and then they do a, a couple of festivals the following summer, and then they do the stadium tour, and then you get a couple of yeah. gigs at the end, and then they do a gap, and then three years, and another, and you know, 
like i'm very tuned into that do you think part of their success is down to how absolutely reliable they are reliable boy every three years here's the same album again here's the music (laughs) but likewise i was going to say is that why you you really you really like that how the reliability and the 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 not risky the robotic thing no 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 no, not at all (laughs) yeah what i mean is so i don't think any like macro changes have happened in how i see muse but there's been like micro changes along the way right Mm, good song just comes in before there's been like micro changes you know but like little bits you know like like, we have done a lot of little bits my opinions on my opinions on certain albums have tweaked you know i i feel less strongly about absolution than i expected i would and went into it and i feel more strongly about the resistance than i expected i did and okay. my influence you know, li- on Lucas is very powerful. I was yeah, just yeah. about to say, do you <laughs> yeah. think do you think that is because of I was gonna say us, but Adam, like Adam brought you down absolution and then he talked up resistance so much you got so excited. Got so excited. But all, but also I think just giving them a good critical listen without, you know, yeah. trying to remove nostalgia yeah, and yeah, any of yeah. that sort of stuff. The thing that 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 I has been affected, uh, my opinion of Muse isn't so much about Muse. And it's going to be hard to say without sounding like I'm just slagging off the people that like Muse and listen to our podcast. You're going to come across as ungrateful. Yeah. Yeah. Is I definitely feel like I have outgrown the Muse community somewhat. Right. This kind of comes down to like expectations and, and stuff, right? Because I was expecting a similar level of musical discussion as we got in season one. Yeah. In terms of listener interaction, people with takes on what songs were about, interpretations of stuff like that, mm-hmm. we haven't had a lot yeah. of that. No, we've had a lot less analytical, you know, a lot less like discussion about Muse and their music and their output and their importance or lack of or whatever. Which Manix, there was shitloads of, you know, we got a lot of that. And instead it's memes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, not this is gonna again, Lucas. It's gonna sound like I'm slagging people off, but it, the the Manics have sort of an educated nature about their fans because that's Ooh. what they promote. But also, so they, pro- they I, I promote they promote libraries gave us power. They promote literary references. They promote read these books because we read these books. Yeah, so that's true. Having 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 fans. a big visual show, having a big visual show encourages like. Big visual people, <laughs> big visual like like do 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 artwork of this and stuff like that. You yeah, know, yeah. not not let's talk about the content in depth. And I don't want to say there's any less merit, but I just think that no, I'm know, not saying fact, there's any less yeah, at all. I'm just yeah. saying like that's how I yeah. When I go on r slash muse, when I go on r slash muse, <laughs> yeah. I I flick past all the shite, you know, well, <laughs> and then I and then I go oh someone's actually made a thread about like what you know about a, some con about a music a question a, a discussion point and i'll go interesting i'll read that but like i'm not as fussed about like i don't know well, that's really interesting because your role on the podcast seems to be yeah, but, I but, like but that's the thing. show but that almost the, but that almost references. shows that like how like yeah i'm i'm analytical when it comes to muse oh so yeah. that shows how little they encourage that from their community well yeah i mean do you think that's to do do you think that's to do with the kind of people that like Muse, or do you think that's to do with the band themselves? I suppose the band don't probably attract little, those kind of people unless, you know, yeah, it's just probably a bit of both, right? Probably a little, little column A, little column B. I mean, I mean, obviously, we've only done two... We haven't got much of a... Uh, of a... Baseline. 
baseline manix might have been lightning in a bottle in terms of like how much the the listeners and the fans of the band mm. love and discuss that shit like fucking write essays and stuff yeah we might find that we might find that actually they were the peak from day one that just happens to be uh, they have a certain type of fan base and when we do are you a fan of radiohead now please daddy uh <laughs> no, will will like will, a, a, a band that you would think would have a lot of discussion sure. in there and that their fans will be very analytical maybe they're not maybe we'll yeah. get this maybe, maybe it'll be look uh i i do i'm doing a cosplay of tom york hi man in shirt man in shirt yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so you were kind of expecting more more discussion i guess uh yeah what and and the same level of enthusiasm about that side of them yes whereas the enthusiasm mm. seems to be look how fun they are right? or the enthusiasm has been how much people are how much people dislike them yeah the manix fans who are who yes. are analytical are are getting involved in not in a negative way. Yes, in not in a positive way. There's a man on on social media. I think he asks every other week, "When is Muse going to end?" And and it, and all I want to respond with is, "You wait to season three. Uh, uh, a, a couple of episodes uh, ago, uh, Lucas asked, "Where has our listener with the profile picture of Captain Black gone?" Yes. Now. Uh, that listener has heard it and responded to us like, I'm still here. I listen to every episode. I've got nothing just, to say. I've just got nothing to say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like All yeah. I'd say is like, fun episode, bad album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, I, so yeah, yeah. No, nothing, but not, on terms of my opinions on the band, like, no, not especially. Like, like the Matt, I already knew he was becoming an LA tool. So <laughs> I don't really care, and but also, I, but also, I don't really, I don't really care because I'm not, I don't, whatever. As long as he's not like a monster, I don't really care if he's a, a bit of a knob or not. Well, he's a werewolf, yes. yeah. And he's a werewolf. He's a literal monster. And yeah. he's a werewolf. Like that. Obviously, there's a separate art from artist thing <laughs> where, like, yeah, like I don't know. I'm trying to think of another band I love. I thought you know, Arcade Fire, one of my favorite bands. I know very little about them, and I don't yeah. care. To, to they are to. kind of deliberately anonymous, though, aren't they? Yeah, um, you know, yeah, and and because that's not, it doesn't really inform how I listen to them, so it doesn't really matter. Like obviously, yeah, the more if twatty things Matt does doesn't help, but <laughs> and, and until you're something really egregious, I'm not really that fussed yeah. to to mind. You know, if if he turns out he's a monster, if he gets me tooed. Then that's going to change things. Well, well yeah, I mean, I'm not any any band, any any male rock band from the '90s. Uh, not any, but like a, a a large majority have probably done some terrible things that just haven't come out yet. But having said that, it'll be interesting to see when a new Muse album comes out. How I feel about it. New Muse. Also, I'm also. Um, you said about like you're never as obsessed with something as you were when you were 18. I'm also just older, and so I'm also just less attached to anything yeah right. you don't care about anything because you're tired of life i just mean like you know fine if muse do a bad album <laughs> yeah it, whatever if muse did like if, you, if the next muse album's bad i'll still go and see them live if they do sure. three straight bad albums will i drop off here's a you know? thing i'm expecting bad in my muse album to be really bad i'm expecting the new muse album to be broadly the same as the last four really yeah I think I want to be blown away by it, so therefore I'm going to say it's going to be bad. Do you know there's I mean? still enough meat on the bone for me that there's still enough that I love. You know, like I'll just take simulation theory, just because most recent. Like, you get your algorithm, the void, your dark side, 
there was another one <laughs> pressure the others. I really like and i'm like they're like i love those songs and so they're still like if they do an album of like meh if they do an album of of mk ultras sure or an, an album of steve's an, favorite an album of blockade <laughs> an album of blockades is like that's what i'll be like Ooh, uh, not much hey, for me. Ooh, hey whoa, but ev- every album has had uh, hey. every album has had enough you know it's had just enough there but uh, granted drones didn't really Mm. so yeah so the, no no you know no massive expectations or anything uh or, or surprises coming uh coming into this lucas um i have to say like you know I, I kind of knew a bit of what to expect i was slightly surprised that they didn't hadn't branched out a little more you know like so I, were you also disappointed when resistance came which you really liked and it seemed like they were going to be more willing to try more stuff yeah, but I'd also I'd also already heard the resistance, so I was like, "Am I going to reappraise all of these albums?" Like, because yeah. I'd also heard the second law, but I couldn't remember the second law very well. That's what so, I mean. But so then, having so gone, were you hoping yeah. you'd get more? Yeah, but actually, it just yeah. And mm. I remember, like, you know, I knew that second law was quote unquote the dubstep album, so it was yeah. surprising for me to find out, yeah, that it's like one or two songs. That's not what I was expecting. But that's just a wrong. That's just you being misinformed more than anything. That's just expectations. <laughs> yeah, that it's come my expectations. From, I had wrong yeah. expectations, but also from the way that they kind of marketed it. That was the first song that we heard from the second law. You know. Yeah. yeah. In the same way that the first song we heard from Coldplay's Ghost Stories was this like ambient John Hopkins collaboration, and then. The album was just a bunch of fucking Coldplay songs. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I, per- I thought like, oh god, they've done their kid A. This is gonna be. This is all over. I'm all over it. I yeah. guess the person who's most likely to have had some surprises is is Mr. Murphy because Adam knew a lot of this and I knew well, everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as I was aware, that the Second Lord didn't exist. So, <laughs> so it's surprised <laughs> you even existed. Yeah. So no, but but, but so it's surprising how much I enjoyed that album that. As far as I was aware, just I didn't even know what the album artwork was. I just heard madness. But in terms of like, obviously you were you were mostly familiar with like, yeah, your origin is symmetry, your absolutely black holes. So you knew yeah. they got more poppy and mainstream. You knew they yeah. got more accessible. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what did you think? Was there any surprises? I guess post like resistance onwards. No, I I knew in my heart of hearts, <laughs> but I knew that like resistance was a turning point where they just went radio. Let's get. Rich. But also, was there not stuff like the the the, the, the like like the, like the symphony, anything like that? Like the, you, 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 I'm trying to think about the songs that are stand out, like the symphony or Panic Station or Panic Station was a surprise and a wonderful one. Let's be honest. That's what I mean. Well, like, was there still surprises peppered in there? Of like, I yes, didn't know you did yeah. stuff like this. Yeah, nothing like nothing made me like jump out my seat. But like, there was the odd song that was like shit. I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna spoil things now, but like, I didn't expect animals to exist. You know, like that fo- that late in their career to produce something that's genuinely like fantastic. Amongst so. all of the uh, pop pomp, I mean, it's good. It's not that different to the rest of the stuff they're doing, but it is good. Yeah, I was surprised at my feelings towards that song. Let's put it like that. Is that better? Yeah, like sort of, yeah, was, you know, was, I'm just trying to think like, yeah, the stuff that was like different enough, was that a surprise to you? But I guess we're, I kind of think I'm talking like the symphony or like fucking. I was aware, I mean, I, I we listened to the, uh, the Resistance at the same time, didn't we? 
But um, you don't remember that though. The dubstep. No, I don't remember that. You the, were off your dubstep. mash. <laughs> You've been. You had the devil's greenery that night. <laughs> Benson and Hendrix. That's what I had that night. <laughs> That's good. That yeah. is good. Yeah. Um. You. You. You know that you're. You're pinpointing very like specific like experiments in style there as being well, that's what i mean like, yeah because because there's not they didn't do whole albums of stuff like i imagine there's nothing with muse that was as surprising to steve as futurology was to me and steve yeah fair Good. right or yeah. or you know lifeblood well yeah what a life wonderful... yeah oh, i guess so. what a life wonderful moment remember, in my remember life. that it comes after know your enemy yeah, I don't. I don't remember that because I don't remember. Know your enemy. It goes. It goes. This is my truth to tell me yours. Life know blood. your enemy. Life no, blood. no, that album does not exist. Apart from that one which song like, that just like evaporated from the earth, and which is like a whole uh, fucking like whole eras where they're drastically swaying like to and fro between styles. Yeah. which I thought coming into Muse is what we were going to get, but. Uh, and in fact, they do, they do it on individual tracks. I was going to say then, there is yeah. definitely, a, but there is still a muse. You can always recognize a muse song. Like it's like the MCU. Go on, right? Yeah. Like yeah, you you, you have variations. A, a you've got your film. Black Panther. You've got your yeah. Black Panther, which is a bit you know. You've got which is a bit more personal sort of film. You've got your Guardians of the Galaxy, and you, and then you've got right down the middle, Captain America: Civil War. Exactly. Like, and, and, but yeah. they're all broadly of the same. And package. you know what you're going to get kind of going into an MCU film in the same way that I think, you know, with the context I now have, I think I know what I'm going to get going into future Muse albums. Nothing hugely surprising is going to happen. And a few of those albums, a few of those movies, they hit a really nice, sweet spot. And yeah. then a few of them are fine. And then a few of them are crap. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Which, uh, which Muse album is Eternals? I haven't seen Eternals. Oh, okay. All right. I only watched uh, it's Hullabaloo Shang Chi uh, very recently. Oh. It's Hullabaloo. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't make me feel good about it. Well, no, I liked. <laughs> I liked Hullabaloo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. I would actually aggressively agree with you, Lucas. Yeah. Wow, such an aggressive agreement. This. Uh, yeah, this I know. It hurts. Stage. I'm it spitting hurts. and I'm red and I'm screaming. Uh, and, and another thing that I um that I found really interesting, and I'm going to kind of lean into the kind of like reliability of them, I suppose. Um, their singles get more and more singly. Do you know what I mean? Like the most yeah. single single. So like the is first ones, one like the first singles, recent. one song, but then the later ones are even more a single song. They're all yeah, one exactly. song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which yeah. actually isn't true because their first single is called Uno, and I think that should take top. As that is being the a most single, single of their singles. Thing. Yeah, yeah. But it was also interesting how, like, and and you pointed out along the way, Lucas, like, there's always a rock track. And it's usually around track eight. There's yeah, always yeah. a get up and fight. And they seem to have these like stock songs that they kind of like regurgitate on every album. There's And they're generally the least Yeah, exactly. The least successful there's, songs there's on the, the album. Uplifting Rise Against Your Oppressors one. There's the inspiring mm. like Love Will Conquer All. Then there's like this is the conspiracy one. Um <laughs> Just do yeah. an album entirely of one of them. Actually, is that a bit boring though? No, but I agree. This is what I was trying to uh, trying to verbalize earlier. Like, as much as like it probably would have been shit. But imagine if they did a dubstep album, mm. or you know, what if they just what if right. they just like life blooded it and just went, "This is the sound of this album. Here's all these songs. Whether you like this one over this one or whatever, that would be more interesting." I'm not they are trying very... to like, draw a Mannix comparison again, but it. 
that I mean, I mean, you could also draw another Radiohead comparison where they go like, okay, we are no longer a guitar band, and here is a whole album of electronica. Amusers wouldn't do it. They would. They 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 do a few within an album and make that their sort of headline feature. Yeah. But there'll always be your reliables in there. The sort exactly. of muse reliables there. They wouldn't. I don't. They'd ever commit like in a kind of I guess in a Coldplay way, right? Coldplay have done like given the impression that there's an album that's going to be a bit of different but actually when you listen to it broadly speaking it's largely a Coldplay album and there's a few songs that are a bit yeah, something else nothing nothing more like, disappointing what is, than what is the Coldplay's whole sci-fi thing that's going on at the moment right like what is Coldplay's most successful version of actually having an idea and sticking to it for a whole album uh Viva La Vida Viva La Vida yeah because the idea album. of that was we're going to work with Brian Eno <laughs> Yeah, that was the concept. That's the concept and, album. Yeah, and like, like, yeah. like, like, and like, simulation theory was a perfectly good chance to do that. For example, they they could have, as much as you may, it may be vibe chasing, they could have gone, let's really dig into the synth wave. I'd have preferred yeah. that. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Instead of doing a bit, but then you've got like blockades, and you've got get up and fight. And no, is that on there? Nope. Get up and fight okay. is on. No, it is. Gavin Vite's on that album, right? <laughs> that, that, exactly. That's the I thing, mixed it up. I, who knows? Yeah. Because I mixed it up with the one off the last album. Revolt. Fucking, uh, Revolt, yeah. 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 Um, but, but that's the thing. Yeah, you either do the synthwave or you go full concept, War of the Worlds, talking over the top, literally yeah, narrating story. Cool. I love that so do much. Do Exogenesis Symphony, the album, and oh, make yeah. it... Oh, mate. Muse yeah. would yeah. be so good for that as well, but they will never do it, and that makes me sad inside. They can, I tell you, I tell you what they can do. Muse can muse are quite good when they want to at doing very visual music. Yeah. Mm. Exogenesis Symphony, for example. So what? yes, the idea of Muse doing like a War of the Worlds <laughs> actually would be really good. Mm, yes. Yeah. What? Do you know what I mean? Like you know, you can like picture it. You can like you can imagine. You know, yeah, it tells yeah, a story yeah, yeah, in your yeah. brain. What? You know, <laughs> like the Void gives me this idea of like you know de-resing yeah, in fucking yeah. cyberspace. Yeah, yeah. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then you got a song like block of like blockades, which isn't like there's no visual. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. What? <laughs> <For fuck's sake. laughs> no, I don't know what Steve we're doing. just got it. <laughs> and so yeah. and so and so yeah, Muse doing that sort of thing and really going like deep into it would be fucking sick. Well, what was the version on the alternate, alternate version of uh, what was the song now? But it had the the news. It wasn't the news reporter, but it was like that. He was talking over the top about simulation theory soundtrack. About the simulation theory soundtrack, which is yeah, Matt that was really song. cool. Should have been like, a simulation. Give theory. me some of that. That should have been yeah. the track in there. It leads into a song. He talks about something specific that's happening, and then the next song is the next bit in the. Very oh, hard oh. for that to be a live like. But what if they did? Because they're all about that show. Like you couldn't really take that and play it. It'd be an interlude between songs. No, which is which they, is what they, it was. Oh, but what if the show was they do the album front to back? And, and a man comes on stage and, and reads that news story. Mm. Or, or, like, I don't know, the fucking... But that's all, it's, it's all just, it's all just too experimental for what Muse would realistically do because ultimately yeah. they are a, a big stadium-filling pop rock Well, this band. was going to be my question is, uh, you know, it, is it because they are a very safe band? <laughs> what? I do, I do wonder, I think they are quite safe and I do wonder if, mm. if they're, if slash when they're, uh, star fades somewhat and they're no longer able to fill a stadium which might, might we don't know it might not happen there might just be U2 and they're just doing it forever or they might dip and just like they go they, they sort of take a few notches down in terms of the sorts of venues they can fill would they then go would they then go there's less pressure to to do to be that and so maybe then they start taking more risks of doing something a bit they will do the same thing they will dip down to arena and then they will cease to exist 
<laughs> they would never go. They would never go lower and more expensive. I don't mean. I don't, I, but arena's small enough compared to stadium. Like exactly. But, yeah. But, but but I think. But would that then give them the freedom to go? Let's do a yeah fucking War of the Worlds or something nonsense like that. You know. Nonsense. Or a film soundtrack and then tour their soundtrack. Yeah, or cool. something. You know. They've like got the ability parts. to do it. Yeah, that's the thing. They've got, they've got it all in there, but they don't because I think Adam's right. I think they are a very safe band. I think it's yeah. very like they do what they do. And I think by, that... by all accounts, they enjoy it. There's not like there's any like, obli- like obligation to it. By all accounts, they, they're still very much like enjoying being in a band. They've obviously never like broken up for two years or gone on an indefinite hiatus or any of that shite. They've just been like, yeah, and we're happy and we're mates and we're going to keep going and we enjoy what we do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is what we're going to do with this podcast. We're going to really run it into the ground, <laughs> just really <laughs> churning out the same season again and again. <laughs> I can't wait for this podcast, Thrones. <laughs> what, what about our experimental era where we're just like, is it era or era? Because somebody's giving me shit online. So this is uh, so, this, so this is Origin of Symmetry. So is our next season going to be a little hullabaloo? Maybe before we then do Absolution. Absolution. Proper. Yeah, 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 quite possibly. Our boring season. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, mean, I know what it is, and I agree. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, he's not that boring. I mean, he's got some interesting context about him, hasn't he? Like nice. His whole thing of his whole thing uh, of Millie Bobby Brown is like weird, but worth talking oh about. God, like, I don't <laughs> want to do Drake. Oh, my God. oh, God! Season for, four is on Drake. For goodness, Drake. Oh, that's good. Oh, maybe we have to do it now. Yeah. Absolutely not. Oh, uh, really good, did did the reactions of the other two people on the podcast uh, affect your, uh, your 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 own sort of like opinions on on albums or anything? I'm, I'm asking either one of you. I mean, that's my whole bit, isn't it? That I just well, yeah, <laughs> absorb your opinions and agree. I don't think that's so, the case this season, though, because this this season no. has made me wildly unsure of what it is that you want. Because Black yeah, Holes like, and Revelations what... and the Resistance are like the same album, but you really like one and really didn't really like the other. <laughs> Does Steve not rate the resistance that much? He gave it like no. a five. Oh no, he got quite yeah. bored, didn't he? It was, you yeah. were very positive and you really made you really made my ex- day that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was exhausted by all the interesting things happening. Uh, no, it, like I don't know the, what Steve wants either, to the, be fair. Same. Like the po- I told I said this earlier on in the season that it's given me an entirely new way of listening to music and, and therefore I don't know what I want anymore. I don't know what I like. Mm. But like Apparently like, MK Ultra and Blockades. So apparently you just like rock songs, mate. I'll have Blockades. I don't mind Blockades. I don't think I particularly rated Blockades. I know. I'm trying to, I, I fucking love that it's le- that that is levelled at Steve. Like, oh, Steve's like the rock guy. When he gave The Second Law and Simulation Theory both 7 out of 10. And my favourite yeah. album of the last 10 years is Drones. <laughs> but I'm not the rock guy, apparently. <laughs> Your favourite album of the last 10 years? Your favourite album of the last <laughs> 10 meant, years is Drones. Is Drones by I Muse. Meant, I meant my favourite album by Muse. But now, right. like I did say... Okay. You know, I've said it on this, this episode now. So now, yeah, Drones ha- has to be my favourite album of the last album 10 years. Of the I, last know, 10 years. I know, there's been some great albums the last 10 years, but Drones simply tops them all. And yeah. I'll tell you what, it, w- it would have been number two, but that artwork just... Oh, it was, tips yeah, it over stunning. the top. A moon shaped who? The thing with whether, like, what other people's opinions? Yeah, I would say yes to an extent, but again, small things. It's, it's. I, you definitely didn't help. I mean, I definitely <laughs> felt less about absolution <laughs> upon a upon a critical listen than I expected yeah. to. Because, like I say, I went into this podcast being like, it's absolution and origin number one and two, whichever way yeah. around it is. Yeah, flip a coin. Yeah. 
And it very like clearly was like, nope, that is not in the top two contention. Like, wow, yeah, absolutely not. But it went and from I ten, I, ten to a nine, think didn't it? You guys didn't help that. You definitely like. You, it might be that you verbalized well also because you're better at this than me at saying <laughs> what it was about the album that wasn't you know as strong as I expected. And then Resistance, quite the opposite. Like, I was like, oh yeah, Resistance is like really good. And then your enthusiasm just made it even all the better. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is a nice part of the podcast. It's what happened with Lifeblood as well. That's why it's my favourite episode of the podcast, because we all just realised we loved it. it was I mean, when, I realised like the... 10 years ago, but okay. But it was all that we... we del- that was the, I think that was one of the first ones we deliberately said nothing to each other. And then and then there was just a moment where we went, by the way, guys, isn't it really good? And we were like, yeah, it's really good. Actually, it's really good. <laughs> Steve, have, have me and Lucas sort of uh, uh, affected how you felt like, you know, maybe you felt one way going into an episode and then slightly differently coming out of it once we've talked about it or anything like that? Yeah, I couldn't give you any specific uh, example, but, like, hearing hearing other people's takes, like, I do take that, like, bits aside, I do take that on board because it makes me think of stuff I hadn't thought about. Yeah. And that sounds so obvious saying it out loud. But, like, there'll be certain things you're like, oh, yeah, but don't... It, it reminds me of this and I'm like, oh yeah, that's a good point. But like, in terms of like wildly throwing me one way or another, no, I am quite opinionated as much as the joke doesn't allow for. Um, <laughs> what but it, it, his life, what? he's talking about his life. Okay. My, the joke that's my <laughs> life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, yeah, of course, like I, I've not, I've not changed any like uh, scores during an episode because you guys have been negative or positive about it. Right. Like, I, I will lock in my score before I, I go I have in. changed scores because I found something out about the context or, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, I can't... Yeah, generally, generally for the worse. Yeah, usually. I usually knock a point off. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think yeah. resistance... Uh, it was drones. It was drones. When you realised that yeah, there was, like, right. the, the, like, the, like, the second half of... Pretty much of, all covers. <laughs> it was, like, the last, like, five minutes of the album is cover. It actually yeah. didn't, you say, it knocked a point off Yeah, it you. did. It did, because I was going can in I, with a six. And I the resistance, you? I went in with a six as well and bumped up to a seven just from our sort of, like, discussion of it. And love. So, you know, we've talked about expectations. We've talked about context. We've talked about reactions. We've talked about surprises. We've talked about some general thoughts, right? Yeah. Let's get even more general. Do it. Eight albums across, <laughs> what has it been? 22 years at this point. The band, not the podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, bloody, Jesus. bloody feels like it sometimes. <laughs> sometimes it bloody... <laughs> if you had to sum up the band and their career, what would you say? Someone asked you to sum up Muse. Predictable. Ooh. Which sounds so harsh, sounds but it's negative. not supposed to be. Yeah. It can also be comforting. The, there was you know a, what's weird? My notes say the exact opposite to the points we've been talking about this whole episode. Brilliant. <laughs> okay. That's yeah. very interesting. Okay. <laughs> God, Steve, what continue. You, what, you've just got like an essay on wood. Like really opposite. It's just like nothing to do with what we've been Is the opposite about. of music wood? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to write that down. Well, now we know what is music. The opposite. Isn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The opposite <laughs> of music is wood. Okay. It's nice there to have a... new tattoo ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Predictable. Predictable. Expand yeah. on that. It sounds harsh, but it's not supposed to be. There there was like I think there is a definitive a definite obvious goal from this band to get as 
gigantic as possible to superstardom mm. and as big as they can get. Like, so therefore, of course, the next album's going to be big and silly and have a stage show. So therefore, like, I feel like their career definitely has that traje- trajectory, which is a very hard word for me to say. Um, I, I still think that there's that obvious split, like where they just suddenly, it's resistance for me, is where they turn to, yep, let's ramp it up now to a thousand stadiums. I don't know. Right. But, but, but if I was going to sum them up, it would be, let's try and get as big as possible. Interesting. Interesting. Is it? I think so. I, I I've never written anything up. interesting before. So. I, would, I would sum them up. If someone said to me, sum up means, I would say a wasted opportunity. Ooh. Because and that's I, fair. I, I understand. What you mean, <coughs> what's the opportunity I, they wasted? Which bit was the opportunity that then they didn't do? You know, Origin of Symmetry is incredible. It's a weird album. Yeah. yeah. It's deeply, deeply weird. And I understand that they couldn't have got to stadiums without absolution and black holes and revelations. But once they got to stadiums, maybe even like after the resistance, they didn't have to keep going. You know, they could have, they could have peppered in more origin asymmetry-ness. Exactly. Or I'm pretty sure they consider themselves to be a somewhat political band. You know, mm-hmm. they continually write songs. Are they? About... They're kind of, ve- but they're very notably apolitical. Like they well, never specifically I mean. reference anything specific. Exactly. Yeah, they don't like the bad guys, the big bad guys. It's a wasted they? opportunity. Could with, be Joe Biden with like a forum of that size to be playing stadiums all around the world and to be delivering absolutely no message at all. Like even Coldplay have got like a song that's like anti-guns and stuff. You know. Well, and and we know, you know, they're. Like the French Revolution, you know, is bad. Exactly, exactly. They were like, they wanted to is eat it, the is rich. It bad? I don't know. I don't remember. I, don't <laughs> I think the French Revolution, from you know, my perspective, loved it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not sure. that I was there. Uh, made for a made for a great musical. So it just seems like a squandered opportunity. Where, like, as you know, talented musicians that clearly take inspiration from weird places and are very good at slotting in weird bits of music into more accessible pop forms seems a shame that they they don't really do that very much they don't do it enough yeah considering how much they could yeah the in- I'd, well, I'd, 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 love to, I'd love to know <laughs> i'd love to know like alternate reality where where muse at in 2008 don't go let's go bigger they go Let's go, go weird. Let's go weird, or whatever. I I wonder. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. There's any. I don't. There's any doubt that they wouldn't be as massive. But yeah. what do I think of that band? Like, how do mm. I feel about them? Yeah. I mean, I still think I'd love them because I love Origin Symmetries. I love it. So I can't see why I wouldn't love that. Yeah. It's in, yeah. I, I do respect a band that just goes, "Fuck it, actually, let's do the stuff we want." Like, there's an example that. I mean, you're talking about Radiohead, aren't you? Who, who but also, have... but also, but also, there's yeah. no doubt that what Muse want is to do this. They're not doing it because they're being well, exactly. forced at gunpoint. Yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. being forced at gunpoint to make this music. You yeah. Know? yeah. Or, or or Manix or there's a band every time I die that started off like real hardcore. They they started to get more melodic around Gutter Phenomenon and and the Big Dirty, and then they just decided oh and 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 a bit of the new Jack aesthetic. But then they were like, let's 
let's do more of the stuff we love doing and and they just become a more hardcore band and they just sort of imagine you're kind of trying to do the commercial thing and you slightly get you almost get there and then you they just were like no let's just do fun and and they've become a very consistent band for that very reason and and, and i respect them for that um did their audience shrink i think they they had such a committed audience that they loved that they did that and maybe didn't yeah. like the fact that they started to go a bit more melodic right okay. but they did they never just kept going with it you know they were they were like do you know what yeah i don't know because um, I do feel, I feel because I did just say like, oh, you're talking about Radiohead, but Radiohead are the exception to the rule where they seem to have, uh, they can do whatever they want and maintain this like giant audience and nobody really yeah. understands why. And it's the same as Ricky Gervais, yeah. <laughs> like where <laughs> okay. he could just he could just do whatever he likes and maintains this uh, huge audience and nobody really understands why. It's like a weird phenomena. The, he's, um... now, he's now talking about how woke is bad. Is he? Did you know? He, Which is uh, interesting. Did you know he's an atheist? What? what? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to drop that bombshell on you. Um, the the what? what? The other thing, the other question there though is is do they actually a would they have any inclination to want to do that? Question mm. number one, which we'll ask them when we get them on. Sure. And question two <laughs> is do they still have it in them? Look, do man, they have? I mean, do they? Do they have even five tracks of of origin and symmetry weird, or even not even origin and symmetry weird, but a bit of weird? Yeah, I reckon they have. I think I think Matt Bellamy is such a talented musician. He can he can make some artistic stuff, and they choose not to. I think it's the same as the live shows, um, which will 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 we'll come on to uh, in, in a little bit, and and I will I will sum up just by saying. I think there's a lot of pressure being in Muse. Yeah. And I think yeah. they feel the need to live up to a certain something and maintain... Wrote a song about it. Yes, indeed. Uh, if I can't remember what it was called. Uh, Algorithm Alternate weight. Reality Version. That's it. Big yes. weight on me. Big weight on me. Yeah. Lucas, sum them up. This band that you've loved for for decades, just sum them up in some kind of pithy sentence. Do you know what's funny? Yeah. I wrote in my notes that they're like, even whether you like it or not, they are content to try different things. But we've just talked <laughs> about how they're very safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But 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 also not because they didn't just do Absolution eight times. Like at Absolution, you could have gone, "That's our sound. Stick with it." Yeah. yeah. They didn't, but they kind of just did that with Black Holes. Or yes. resistance. They, they it, did kind it of sort stick of goes with black holes and resistance. It's the MCU thing that Adam said. Like it, it was different, but ever so slightly to the side. Maybe to get really in depth, I think that's about to happen with Doctor Strange too, where I think Sam Raimi has gone away and made a horror movie, and then yeah. Marvel have gone. Okay, so we're going to spend just like six weeks reshooting some of that. Just just remove, that's, that's all right. Remove with you. the interesting things. Yeah. Well, uh, well, it already happened with Edgar Wright with Ant Man. Well, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. The 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 two bands I will always compare them to is is Coldplay and Radiohead because they mm. are their like they are their peers. Halfway, they're and, like a halfway point between Radiohead and Coldplay. And yeah, I'd like, agree. Like, yeah, like yeah. as much like all jokes about Coldplay aside, do Coldplay do anything as like again we've said that muse are very safe and they and i think they are but do coldplay uh, go as far as a 12 minute long symphony 
Uh, they've just done a 10 minute long symphony yeah I mean I'm trying to work out like are they safe or is is the amount of because they do genre hop we know they genre hop you know it's all within that template but they do a pop song or they'll do a dubstop song or they'll do a big orchestral thing or they'll do a metal or they'll do whatever but is that fairly par for the course I don't listen to enough music well I mean this is like my broader point is the more music you listen to uh the weaker the stuff you liked as a younger person looks yeah i didn't listen to simulation through when i was younger but you know you know <laughs> you know what you know what i mean um he physically couldn't it wasn't released yet it wasn't released yet adam yeah but i mean yeah well, i mean coldplay are held up as a very very safe anemic pop band but also mm. released a double album a couple of years ago refused to tour it and it's full of like weird like songs and like like a very very odd songs for Coldplay, and you know, yeah. and 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 they they do operate in eras, you know, like so. Ghost stories, you know, as much as you can say, oh, well, there'll be like a couple of songs that are like that, but then the rest is broadly Coldplay songs. That album's all acoustic, and it came directly after Milo Zaloto. So they they do operate in kind of eras, in the same way that um that you too do, whereas so. So when you say something like Muse are content to try new things, I think they're content to dip their toe in the water, have a feel what temperature it is, and then kind of go, actually, I'm scared of water. <laughs> yeah. I've because just it's, found infect- out, it's got, just it's got I nanobots in it. Yeah, yeah. It's got nanobots in it. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. going to infect you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's got nanobots in it, Adam. Get yeah. your toe out. They put it in there. <laughs> what do you guys <laughs> like about Muse? I, mean, I didn't actually really sum up the band, which sum them is up, uh, a very big, a, a very big fun band. Okay, and I think actually you you kind of hit the nail on the head of Marvel Cinematic Universe of music. Yeah, yeah you've yeah, done a pretty yeah. good job. I think that's a good shout. <laughs> like it's entertaining, it's consistent. You know what you're going to get. Worth the price of entry, but also they're not going to be. It's not uh, going to win any winning, Oscars. Not going to be winning any Oscars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's gonna, but it's gonna sell more records. Oh, do you know what? It's, it's gonna sell more records and fill bigger stadiums than Marriage Story. It'll, it'll win some, uh, <laughs> some technical awards. Yeah. It'll win like best, best costume special effects and stuff. Best yeah. artwork. Best yeah, artwork. exactly. And like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on then. Like, what, what do we like? What don't we like? Let's, let's, let's really nail down into the fucking nitty gritty here, guys. It's really. Oh, I, I like, oh, I like that despite all the, all the piss takery about it, I do like that they are a little bit of a joke. Yeah. It's a meme. They're a meme. They're a little a bit funny. No, but like a little bit funny. You know, it's, it's all, a little it, bit the, funny. the tongue's in that cheek. Like, again, to compare themselves to Coldplay, I like. I don't think you well, could say that Muse takes themselves as seriously as Chris Martin takes anything. No, I mean, I do, Coldplay are I very serious, but... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, and I like... From the, the Game of Thrones thing. Well, also what, he was in got, extras. They, what, 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 that they featured in Game of Thrones for 30 seconds? How is that much of anything? No, they did the Game of Thrones musical. Yeah, for comic oh, relief. Oh, yeah, like, comic relief. That's a comic relief thing, though, isn't it? That's okay, not, you're a comic relief Chris thing. Martin was in extras. He's in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, he, is, that, is that new? Is no, that no, no. Music? This was like the season before last, and oh, he's actually quite good in it. You know, he, you know, Chris Martin, a funny guy, but, but none of that is to do with very their, seriously. Yeah, none yeah. of that's to do with yeah. their music. That's just like, yeah, 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 fine. He can do a comedy skit on SNL, like yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like they are, they are SNL. Sn- what's snow? 
It's S and L. Sun. It's Sunday. Oh, Saturday. Sundays and live. in Sundays in November. Lol. Mm-hmm. Is wait, wait, what is it? Does it actually stand for Saturday Night Live? Yep. Are you joking? But it's on yeah, at eleven thirty. What? It's PM. about two hours long, and it's on at eleven thirty. So it's mostly most, Sunday most, morning. Most of it's Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's still Saturday night. Yeah, I'd still say Saturday night. I think it's I really uh, like the way you move, pretty baby. When when you ask your uh, when I ask my <clears throat> my personal assistant the name i won't say so it doesn't beep at me um yeah. when yeah. if you if it's like two in the morning and you say remind me in the morning you say if you say remind me at 9 a.m to do this it yeah. will say do you mean 9 a.m to today or tomorrow because that's because there's that weird nebulous period where technically you're in the next day but you're not you're still in the day before 9 a.m, 2 a.m. 9 a.m is a you're being very specific. Unless if you're I, setting if, that alarm at 8 a.m. No, the I day before. No, if it is 2 a.m. Saturday night and I go, remind me at 9 a.m. Oh, tomorrow. Okay. That's tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow yeah. will it go to you? Tomorrow is Monday. Do you mean Monday or do you mean tomorrow because you haven't gone to bed yet and it's actually today? Saturday. Okay. So therefore, be more specific and say, set, Alexa, set my alarm for 9 a.m. Monday. Mm. And then she won't ask you nebulous bollocks, whatever you said. <laughs> anyway. I just like the word nebulous. Um, what, what, what fucking What's the question? We, what, what fucking point are we making again? Yeah, yeah no, the, the tongue in the cheek. Like, I, I do like that. I like the silly. I enjoy the silly because I don't glom onto deep, you know, meaning and everything. Glom. Something I do like is fun. A little bit of fun. Yeah. A little bit of pizzazz. And I like <laughs> the pizzazz and the fun that the muse, you know, I like that. Razzmatazz. I like I think, the Rasmus. Yeah. What I think about that <laughs> is that I think that art should be considered by by the audience and and you know it should be talked about and interpreted and you know sometimes that is negative and you go like do you know what you know i can see what they're going for there uh, i don't think they're successful at it and i think it is sometimes used as a cop out to then go oh yeah but it's just supposed to be a bit fun do you know what i mean it feels yeah. like a get out of jail free card yeah, but that's where I disagree that everything has to be considered in that same sort of way. I just think some things you just don't they, they don't they don't warrant that. Um, are muse one of those things that do not warrant I would, discussion? I would say they are. You know, they definitely skirt that line, don't they? Of like they just don't. They're an entertainment. Like, like you've you've brought up the example now, and I'm going to keep using it because I think it's very apt. But yeah, like the Marvel Cinematic Universe, you sure. can you can you can yeah. just compare. You can go, yeah, but it's fun, and I enjoy it because all my friends are there. And it's fun and good effects and good explosions. Sure, and but that doesn't make Thor the Dark World any good. It's no. Lord of the Rings in space. It, and it's not it? as exciting as that sounds. No, it's not. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? But I don't, I don't um, think everything needs to be, you know, considered in, in in, no. at the same level. You know, I think some things do not warrant as deep, uh, uh, you know. You think some things are lesser? The Big Bang Theory does not warrant the same level of discussion as that film you said that's seven hours long disagree because i think you know the big bang theory there's a lot to be said about um at once the normalization of people on the autistic spectrum and using people on the autistic spectrum as a joke as a butt of a joke yeah exactly there's a lot to be said if you go deep enough into the big bang theory and in that regard specifically people going oh but it's just a joke it's just a bit of fun. I don't think that yeah. cuts it. 
Bad example. That was a bad example, yeah. All right. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'm trying to think of something just so, like, easily accessible and broad and, like, doesn't, you know, need a deep reading. Pantomime. Brooklyn Nine-Nine has come under fire for, you know, incorrect sort of, like, or wide of the mark representations of the police in a time where we're experiencing... You know, racist brutality from the police, and and they're yeah. being portrayed as you know just like a fun bunch of guys. They, because I'm not saying everything it. should be, but I'm saying everything can be. And I posit yeah. this to you as a better example. What about pantomime? Oh, Adam, that's a really good point, Adam. Adam, mate, that's really good. Yeah. Adam, why didn't you bring that? up? Because I would argue that pantomime relies on racial stereotypes and sexism. Yeah, yeah, but it's just a bit Mo- of fun. Moving on, and so therefore is beyond <laughs> criticism somehow. I, I don't. That doesn't wash with me. I don't, but I, I never said it's beyond criticism. Whitewash for you. No, I'm not, saying, never... I'm not saying you do. I'm saying I find things being labelled as just a bit of fun to be a cop-out sometimes. But I do think that Muse are fun. But I the think difference... they should be discussed, as we have done for the past year. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> like, is, I, I'm not seeing it as a cop-out. I don't see it as like, oh, and that makes them like immune of any kind of criticism. It's more that, fine, that criticism is completely valid. But mm. you don't care. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Lucas, would you I, say because, that... because I enjoy it. Would because you I enjoy that... it for what it is. Because I love it's not... it. I now, love if, that. if if that if now if that criticism was Echo, shut up. Echo, shut up. <laughs> At least oh, it's not you this time, Steve. The other day, the other day, I coughed. <laughs> I, the other day, I coughed and it activated. <laughs> it thought I'd said the word That's when I mad. coughed. Um, no, and I'm not saying like I don't care because like the criticism isn't valid or yeah. I more just think like fine but i can still enjoy it now obviously if that criticism yeah. was that's not me saying they are against any criticism if they did something that warranted very a very real criticism that would affect my you know my opinion i'm sure if they made a song called if they made a song called like whites of the superior race <laughs> then then I would, then I would, I would have some thoughts about that. I wouldn't be like, oh, but the, but the it's stage show around, the stage show, fun. but the stage show fun. around that song's very fun. The guy you... comes on stage in the cape. It's all a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't think, you know, but, 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 but they've yet to do anything that I think is egregious enough or, 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 or low, or low brow enough or, you know, or, or low enough to, to actually affect my opinion of them strongly. <laughs> but... It, I, I know we've talked about like oh you know the negative things about Brooklyn Nine Nine or Big Bang Theory or Pantomime or whatever. Does them being a bit of fun also preclude them from positive criticism? No. If 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 I say that Animals is like the perfect distillation of the 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 subject and form marrying together in in <clears throat> complete harmony, would you say tough? It's, it's just supposed to be a bit of fun. Good shout. Yeah, good shout. Because I wouldn't. I go no. Thanks for the. Thanks for the. Exactly. Good. Yeah. Thanks for the good review, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luke's just happy because you said something nice about. Which is me. exactly yeah. why His I boys. think it's mostly used as a get out of jail free card. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. What do you like Valid. about them, Steve? I don't like anything about them anymore. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. that's it. That's what we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> what do I, I think... like about Muse? <laughs> yeah. Piano. Great. I like uh, so I'm th- oh, sorry. <laughs> that, 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 is de- that is definitely something to like about. I didn't actually really mention their music. I just said they're tongue in cheek and they're fun. Mm. The first thing in my notes is just I like the music. Like like just just fundamentally take take it really down to the basics of what the band delivers. I like the music that they make. 
great we've really yeah. not moved on from series one <laughs> they make good notes in a row they do lots yeah. of different notes sometimes they overlap sometimes they overlap and sometimes what? they go in different orders Wait, but they what sound... if you put another note over another one and those notes sound nice together that's a chord steve oh yeah. what but yeah. then what if you had that what did you call it chord and then you had another chord and Don't it sounded that. different but then Don't you kind of... Well, I mean, do do that, but it's not going to... Lucas won't like it. <laughs> mm. It's going to sound... Okay. It's too, too weird. Too complicated. Mm, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. That's why I like the plug-in baby riff. Just one note after another in a row. Lovely. You know where you're do 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 It is a good video. They are, like, incredibly talented musicians. Insane. He is such a good singer, and yeah. he is an incredible composer. Uh, I I think he should be a side guy. <laughs> I think he should be performing on songs written by other people. That's my personal preference. Performing on songs written by other people. Oh, so yeah. just him, just be use his piano skills on a or album. his guitar. Yeah, make him the make him the Johnny Greenwood of the band. Okay. Or, or the James Dean Bradfield, have him sing, you know? Just have someone write something, something with a little bit of stuff to it, you know? I'd like to see both of those things. Muse perform stuff written by others. Yeah. Especially Matt, because of his skills. And Muse writing, but not for their existing audience. So not, my, mm. like, not to make a Muse album, but to make like a Muse Presents, here's a soundtrack, you know? Muse Presents... Here's Muse the soundtrack. Presents. Muse presents. Here's the sound. Here's the soundtrack to Tron Three. Is that what you would call the album? Here's the Muse, soundtrack to Tron Three. Here's the 3. soundtrack to Tron Three. <laughs> Muse presents. Yeah. And, and not to, to and not to be concerned with the show and like what, whether it will fill a stadium or whether it will sell well mm, because yeah. they got paid by the director. They're doing their job. Like and do what you want to do there. Would that be what would be the end result of that sort of thing without being concerned with it fitting in there? You know, that would be shows. interesting, but one of the things I like about Muse is that you touched on it earlier is that they do genuinely seem to like enjoy what they do. Do you know what I mean? They're like, this is what we do, this is what we're going to continue to do, and we're happy doing it. And it's, yeah, actually, yeah. it's actually quite nice. I think they're coming yeah. up all these silly stage shows and silly costumes and all that waffle. They're coming up with it. It's all them. It's, it's not coming like, up with it's, some very fun conversations, I'm sure. It's not like it's not like they've got fucking some like lawyer who's like, you know, in charge being like, right, this is what you can do. Just get in the start doing your rehearsals now. You've got to start doing this and they they hate it and you know, all the rest of it sort of thing. A very long, boring board meeting about an inflatable robot skeleton. <laughs> yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah. I realise we kind of uh interrupted steve saying what he liked about the band uh, he, he got as far as piano and yeah. then we i thought that was it yeah oh which point drums no oh they've got drums <laughs> doesn't like it i haven't considered the drums yeah there's that no, bit at the end know. of one of the songs no. they go here come the drums then you hear them here come the drums imagine the album which is called drums I think I've touched Killed on my like by news. drums. Drum, do, 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 drums. <laughs> I think I've touched on why I like Muse. I, yeah, I, piano. I like. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. you you just said you like them, so that means you'd like them. Yeah, because I think Adam piano. would say he doesn't. Because the piano. What what don't you like about them, Steve? Well, Adam, what do you like about Muse? You haven't actually said because so far I don't think you do. They're very talented. 
They're incredible musicians. I think he's a genius composer. Some of his arrangements are absolutely incredible. Um, and they seem to enjoy what they're doing. Good for them. The things I dislike about Muse are everything else. Is that they? Is that they Which take all that and they take all that and squander it? Yeah, it's a waste like, of opportunity. Bastards. Like more specifically, I waste my time. <laughs> Coming over here, <laughs> taking my time. You know, I, I have frustrations with Muse. Um, you know, uh, Black Holes and Revelations. It's in you know my top. 500 albums of all time or whatever. I, I was not expecting a number as high as 500. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I couldn't yeah. commit to anything lower. Yeah. You, start, you started doing an F and I was like, I he's know. not going to say top five. He's not going to say top five. So 50? is he going to say top 50? No. And that would have been Next. quite good. Next. I had to leave space for albums that I've not heard, but I understand are very good. So, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um. But you know that they were a band that were very, very dear to my heart. And Black Holes and Revelations and Origin and Symmetry are two albums that I genuinely enjoy and put on for fun. Um, you know, I just, I just find, I find this be deeply frustrating sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I do, I do. Just, I've got this hope. I've got this hope that there will just be an album that will genuinely shock me now like i wouldn't have cared before this is the thing i wouldn't have cared before the podcast but now like i do i think was it mark beaumont just wanted a an acoustic album or like a really stripped back like or i don't know i i want i think it is it's a frustration of stuff i want i think it's a frustration of stuff in my head that i want that i don't even know yet yeah, Which I don't is, know what is I want, but I want a, I want something different. But I don't yeah. think I want an acoustic album. I don't know if that's in. I don't no, acoustic's they... probably too boring. But they don't know what acoustic means. But it, um, <laughs> I, I do want to be like shocked by uh, what if Muse did rap? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Lord. Like it would be bad, but like well, like a, a Muse, a Muse Mike Skinner album. Yeah, you loved who knows who? Oh, mate, that would be. But it, that that was just them doing Rage Against the Machine. Well, but also Adam Adam, uh, you know said that actually on the the streets album they've done that so um yeah i don't know in in terms of like very talented musicians very good at what they do do you think they have the skill to branch out because they've had plenty a, of time a few chances now i think they got the skill i don't know if they've got any desire to that i mean we we yeah, know suppose, they yeah, can yeah. do that because we've we've list, we've all heard origin of symmetry yeah the question but is like, whether they still got that in them. Like that is a very lightning in a bottle. They're young. They're like life goes through all this these mad changes. They suddenly become famous. They like live in this rock and roll lifestyle. They do a load of drugs and then they make an incredible album. Can you actually re- re- recreate that? Really? I mean, the, the other question is: is was was some of it like was some of that album specifically luck and luck and circumstance? Because looking back on the album recently, they were like, oh, well, we've got to put that harpsichord back in. And yeah. they were kind of giving into those things that they are more likely to do now. Oh, we've got to take the phasing sound out of Citizen Erased. Yeah, nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... Some of, the, some of the stuff that I was, like, dead certain I liked and whatever when I was 17, I think is idiotic now. I can't give an example, but it's them doing that. Brand new. <clears throat> Good band. Lucas, what don't you like about them? 
There's got to be something that you can't you can't you know sit there and go no perfect band. Yeah, the 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 reliability of it, the reliabilityness of it is is maybe something I don't like because I would I would like to see like a Muse concept, a proper concept album, not yeah, a, right. not drones, not drones, but like like, light. like Steve's now got the idea in my head of them doing War of the Worlds. Yeah, I'm okay, it. yeah, like. That sort of thing. I mean, what else don't I like about them? I mean, I guess like they're, they're I mean, I guess this isn't so much the music, but the safeness and the sterile, fa- you know, everythingness mm. in terms of the live side is like when you've seen them live twenty times, starts to lose its edge. I think that's the case with any band, though. Like we saw Manic Street Preachers twice recently, and. The differences in setlist were were negligible. Yeah, yeah. Like, the problem is when you've got such a big yeah. back catalogue, it's very hard to. But Muse are like even you know even more. You will get the same setlist for an entire tour with like there's right. that one slot where they will rotate a few songs. You know, sure, because it's so down to the. And especially if you go and see like a tour, a, a couple of nights on the same tour, and you realise that even like the performance is actually sort of choreographed, choreographed. Yeah, mm. I don't mean the dancers and everything because that's all fun and I enjoy that. No, but the and way Matt he coming moves... out of and him coming out of the platform, yeah. beholding a glove. Yeah, 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 that's obviously like a scripted moment. But when you realise that, like, he will always spin doing the plug-in baby solo. Yeah. He will always do this when doing the hysteria solo, moving his guitar left to right. Like he'll always go. He'll always go stage left at that point in the song. That kind yeah. of thing. He will always fall to his knees when he sings "Mercy," the chorus of "Mercy." You know, like stuff like yeah. that. And I just go like, it's so st- de- sterile now. And like, do you not like the Bono? Don't thing. like that. Not a fan of that. You yeah. can do it like one or two times a set. <laughs> That's you'll allow that. You're not. Yeah. Why are you doing? Why are you doing it during Starlight? You've got a guitar to play. Fuck off. Play it. What? Fine, follow me. Fine, like undisclosed desires, although not actually because he could be playing his guitar. But like, not for fifty percent of the set, you burk. This actually <laughs> moves burk. us on to sort of like the next thing that we have on like our very official agenda, which is their back their live shows. Yeah, uh, you're talking about them now. We might as well talk about them. They come, they come with expectations. They and come this is with where... the label of you know one of the greatest live acts of all time. And this is where you say you think there's a lot of pressure to be in Muse that you've mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In what regard? Well, look, in the music industry, you are like, aside from live stuff, if your albums start to sell less and less and less, you are deemed to be a failure. There's no, not really any sort of like two ways about it. In really? the music industry. Doesn't anyway. with pretty much everyone ultimately though? Yeah, it does. Yeah. And then people are deemed to be like past it or whatever. Um. But in, in the live thing, they because they come with the tag of the greatest live act ever to walk the earth since the dinosaurs, who had some very good live <laughs> acts. From they had some great hits, didn't they? There's they a did. pressure to consistently one-up that, and I think that pressure actually, like, it forms it forms cracks as well. I don't think a band that, that don't feel that pressure overdub themselves on a live DVD. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Uh, and you know th- th- there is a a conscious desire on Muse's behalf, I think, to be seen as the biggest and best sort of live act because they built other reputation now. Now, I yeah. think there is an element where they clearly enjoy doing the city shows, hundred like, percent. But they also like, have said 
we liked doing smaller venues on the Psycho Tour. Yeah. Which is where a lot yeah. of people would argue the magic of like live shows happens, that communication between artists and audience and, and that stuff. And, you know, uh, you know, you can get away with different things in smaller venues. We talked about the acapella section of Still Snowing in Sapporo for on Manitary Preachers. You couldn't do that at a music gig. You would never like have the silence in a stadium because yeah. it's so much of a casual audience or whatever. Um, so I think it's kind of like what what is the name of that like snake that eats its own tail? That it actually has a name. But I don't like, know what you mean, but it's like infinity. I don't, car? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> no, not car. <laughs> in order hiss. to be, so you talking about hiss? Yes, I am. from from Robin Hood. Yes, I am. Uh, in order to <gasps> be the best live act in the world, they have to continue to be the best live act in the world. And it just goes round and round and round and round and round. And they're always going to continue to try and one-up themselves yeah. at the expense of the connection. And actually expense vibe. of the live, and actually expense of the live performance to an extent. Yeah. They've kind of gone, they've gone, they've gone for a band who genuinely gained that reputation from being just sensational live, like origin symmetry. Well, no, absolution was when it obviously really like became a thing. Yeah. And at the absolution era, their shows weren't mad. They had a bit of extra, a bit more lights than their peers, but they had like a bit energy. More, but the energy, and that's the thing. And they had so much. And then, like, and then obviously you get to harp, and that is huge. And like the season finale of that period, and it still and had a bit of that like mad, you know, energy, yeah. didn't it? And then yeah. that's and that's what they then stick with, and that then becomes why they're the best live act. It's no longer where they're yeah. the best live act. It's now this you're going to see the greatest show, right? Exactly. And that's when yeah, they go into being a. It becomes a show. It becomes musical with theater. Hugh Jackman. It becomes and it becomes like going to see fucking Hugh the Jackman. greatest the show, Lion, man, or the Lion King. It becomes like going to see the Lion King. Or where, with Hugh yeah, it's the Jackman. same every night, but it's great. The sets are great. The props are great. The songs are great. Yeah. But but like it's the same, and it's you know it's like they could just do a residency, like use the sort of band that you wouldn't be surprised they did a Vegas residency for for thirty weeks. One hundred percent, that would like, suit them like a, down like a, to the ground, like a like, like a Britney, Britney or an Elton John. Yeah, I mean, yeah. bad example because she was forced to against her will by her kind of. Yeah, band, yeah, 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 yeah. Not yeah. anymore. Pretty free. Well, not quite yeah. though, right? Not fully. Yeah, no, what? it's no. it's it's no, yeah, she's done. Yeah, literally she's done. in the last couple of days. Yeah. Oh, nice. Also, Uroboros, Adam. Thank you. That's the word. Snake eating it. No, I had it in no, my head, but did not go to Iceland. Like you've got to go to Iceland to see Good. that, and you go yeah. at night time, and it's Good. like depends yeah. on the weather. Yeah, seen it. Mm. It's amazing. It's, it's 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 like specifically within Principal Skinner's kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> steamed hams. Have you seen the Have you seen the Ouroboros Atlas? Yeah. From where? Iceland. Did you go to Reykjavik? In the uh, hold on, Sky. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, nice. It I'd wasn't always, confined I'd specifically I'd to someone's kitchen. Yeah. So what Did do that... you, what do you get out of going to the live shows? Is it purely like I want to see what mad shit they're up to now? Yeah. In, in, and in, so, in... why do you go numerous times at all? Well, <laughs> yeah, that's collecting, like, collecting, it, it now, collecting. It now has collecting. become a bit of a collection thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm definitely not going now to see the songs as much. I mean, granted, there are still the songs. Got fucking, you know, when when they start playing Plug and Baby, I'm always going to be fucking back up for it, aren't I? Because it's a chill. You know, it's fucking Plug and Baby. Yeah, 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 and I want to yeah, see yeah, the new yeah, songs yeah. and how they are. Let's go see the new songs. Though. But yeah, it's, it yeah, is yeah. it is largely now like it's not an obligation. Obligation is the wrong word, but it is now just like, well, it's a it's that's what I do. It's Tick. that's part of that's part of the thing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't particularly excited to go and see Black Widow. I went to go and see it. Yep, because because, I, because, it was the next... the ne- because it was the next one in the in the series. Yep, same reason I saw Eternals. wasn't excited about it. Went to see it. Yeah, 
Bloody like it's kind I of a bit that. <laughs> that's really Sorry? sad. Yeah. I, can I mean, see also movies that's... in a different way to you. You've got to keep example, up with the monoculture, you know. Got to keep up with the monoculture. Oh, yeah. I mean, but why go multiple times? I mean, to be fair, the simulation theory is the only time I've been to see the same show twice. Oh, okay. I've never been to a a, sta- a tour twice. I've always been to different legs of you know. I've gone to like yeah, the arena, course, then the, the stadium, yeah, or and yeah. a festival here and there. Simulation theory is the only time I went to like see the same show, and I saw it three times. And yes, the third one I went to is probably the lowest ranked music gig I've been to purely because I was like, yep, it's yeah, it's, it's, the, show. it's, the, it's yeah. the show I've seen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I only went for the third time because it was like a full like six months later. So I was like, well, I'm yeah, rude not to. I'm due. And the only reason I went to the second one was because I used it as a sort of, it was kind of like a uh, little, like, it timed well around going to Paris for Hannah's birthday. So right. I was like, well, yeah. like an excuse to go to Paris for Hannah's birthday. It's also an excuse to go see music. Also, and every, everyone wins. Is, Do they? Is Hannah's birthday not the excuse to go to, to Paris rather than the music? Yeah. Like, we were saving for a house at the time, so we were being very strict budgetarily. So you went oh, to Paris. Nice. To see yeah. so, so the way I sold it, the way I sold buying the second... By the way, I bought the tickets without consulting her, and I bought yeah. them on her card. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> because mine got like declined or some shit. I can't remember. Like my card, I like, or I could, I don't know. I just bought it with Hannah's card because I still had some photos of it on my phone from like a previous time I'd needed oh it. My God. I, and I text her being like, I've just bought two tickets to go and see Muse. It cost you about 200 quid, but it's in Paris and it's around your birthday. So we're going to go to Paris for your birthday, my love. That'll be nice. And she was like, that oh, is the it? most unromantic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone won. I bought a thing, but by but also I suppose we're there. Fuck it. I don't know, Everyone wins. I got to go see Muse yeah. again. We got a little Ate holiday. We got a little holiday out of it. We went to Disneyland. That bit was fine. I'm over at Disneyland now, but it was it was, it was, it was everyone wins. Shut up. <laughs> I've really enjoyed watching the live shows. Yeah, I can see. I I can see why Lucas wanted to introduce them into the formula because it's an important part of Muse in a in a way that it probably wasn't with Manix, right? Yeah, there's a certain visual to certain albums or certain tours and stuff. Um, Some of it worked against me though, and some of it made me dislike them more. The the bonoing, the 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 copness and the walk bonoing. The, him him strutting around with his guitar over his back with the just with the microphone and it, and there's a ba- and then Morgan's playing the guitar play the yeah. guitar yeah yeah there's not? that like but but then likewise I really love the old the crazy old shows because that also um, amplified my like for Muse seeing them like literally him diving through the drum kit yeah shit, like, like I mean that that is obviously my big uh, you know, yeah thing I, I i never got to see that is a is a i mean i, yeah. I saw an absolution era which was still muse before it became about the show and was still about them being an incredible act but you never but saw i them never got the obs the origin of symmetry era smashing the shit out of the set that, kind of stuff that sort of stuff yeah that stuff i really enjoyed watching it was good so yeah so like there's there's two spectrums would you see them would you be going how much are muse factoring into the fact that you're going to isle of white next year uh massively Oh, really? Oh, good. Uh, one, because it's Muse. Two, because my girlfriend used to live in the Isle of Wight. And... Is, that, um, is that important? 
because like we yeah because i we used to live in portsmouth like, i don't be i don't go to every gig in portsmouth because listen to there. this <laughs> lucas you're like this i get to go to a festival and then go back to someone's spare room oh, have, a, have a shower every day oh, yes. and sleep in a bed oh, yeah. i mean to be fair i'm doing the same i'm going to isle of Wight just for the one day and i'm going to a friend's house after yeah yeah, lovely i'll have a little shower and i'll sleep oh, in a bed oh yeah have a poo lovely oh yeah a nice comfortable poo <laughs> mm. we'll all see them together at, uh, at some point no at doubt at some point yeah um yeah. yes absolutely but, i mean i apologize in advance for the fact that that'll be substantially more expensive than it was to go and see manix that's fine <laughs> how much was manix like 25 quid? quid i think it was, was three pound fifty. no the, the not was was the brighton was really 50 quid yeah wow fucking inflation mate tell you what well, they're, you know, they're a legacy act now, aren't they? Um, but, you know, with the evidence that we have on hand now, let's, let's nail this down. Greatest live act ever? Yes or no? No. Lucas? I don't have enough basis of comparison. Yes yeah, or no, mate? I'll put you down for no. I'm just going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes because I've, I've not seen any better. We're not going to talk about it. Uh, I think extensive use of backing tracks discounts you from being the greatest live act because a lot of your set isn't live. I'd love to see if the posters in recent years have actually focused more on the words show. I'd love For, to know if like the drones yeah. tour posters on the sub on the tube said the greatest show. <laughs> like whatever. when the circus Lung- arrives. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. It's, it is, it is yeah. becoming more in that area, isn't it? It's, a, it's like going to see Cirque du Soleil. It's not yeah. Yeah. like going to see Radiohead. Keep using The Matt Bellamy steam train arrives. No, I, yeah. th- I think they're, they're Have you seen comparison. that picture, the, the, the hype train picture? Is that a reference no. there? No. Oh, there's, a, there's a Matt Bellamy hype train picture uh, that people on Reddit yes, like I've, to use. Yes, I've seen that. It's horrible. Uh, I, no, I think that is a good comparison because Radiohead, you know, play... Similar size venues, uh, well, when they can be bothered, and have zero show. You cannot even see them on the screens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) They just don't put themselves on the screen. Uh, Okay. We've done all of the fucking... Oh, what do you like about them? Do you like them? Oh, what's your opinion of all that shit? Let's get serious. Let's Stop. answer some of these questions that we ask at the beginning of every episode. What do you consider their cultural impact to have been? I have, I ans- I, I, my answer to this is probably you won't like it. Uh-huh. Because I don't think they'll have much cultural impact at all. Okay. I think 99% of bands will have no cultural impact. Because what do you mean by cultural impact in this context? I think every band has a cultural impact, whether it's huge or negligible. I think everyone knows of Muse. See, this is kind of going into the legacy bit. I think the legacy. Well, well, the legacy is looking towards the future. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Adam's next question is, where do you think? What do you think their legacy will be? Spoilers. And I kind of see them Wizards, as part of the same Wizards question, skirt. which is like they're the way people see. So when you say cultural image, you mean like how do people perceive Muse that aren't me? Sure. Like I think there's kind of two halves to that. I think you've either got people like me. Who are boo? They're amazing. Yeah. They're incredible. They're incredible. And I think you've got the vast majority of people who would just go, "Oh, Muse, yeah, I remember them. They're that really big rock band, and I kind of forgot about them." Well, it's interesting because I think that yeah, I think you're right. Like in in terms of the general public, the monoculture. Well, no, the general public. I actually don't think they know that much about Muse. 
I think it's. And I think they know they were that big. They were a big yep. band, and yeah. they don't really think about them anymore. Yeah, they yeah. haven't seeped for a band of the size that they are, who fill the amount of stadiums they fill, who headline every festival in the world. They do have a surprisingly small cultural footprint. They really do, and especially in sort of like critical circles as well. I was kind of like looking around this. They receive like middling to good reviews, depending on what they put out. We've talked about, I mean, Steve, you've mentioned it. You said they are gigantic and huge. We've talked about what a big band they are, and they're huge. Yeah. But in terms of critical response, there's just no lasting impact at all. And like, even like, I don't know, like I'll be flicking through TikTok and I will see videos of Dave Grohl mm-hmm. having a conversation with Howard Stern about something. Mm-hmm. You see, you'd never see, you'd never see something like that from Muse. You would never see Matt Bellamy no. chatting in an interview and it's showing up on your TikTok feed. Dave Grohl is like a cultural presence. He has got a presence and he, yeah. a band of a similar size, right? They fill stadiums. They headline all the festivals. They're big. Granted, he's got the Nirvana part. I don't, that's the thing is, in. I don't think they are a similar size. I think when you talk about size, you're talking strictly about venues. Yeah, and not about number. But, uh, but then that is what is interesting then. But, but Muse will do a tour the same size as Foo Fighters with probably a similar amount of dates in a similar size of stadiums. So selling about the same amount of tickets. But what do Muse but in terms have of Foo Fighters don't? Is there like a really dedicated fan base? No, the show. Some of the attraction will be Muse put on the show. So do you think that that's, uh, be, uh, that's what obviously it's very hard to know because I can't Foo Fighters have got some lights. A, I can't detach myself <laughs> from, being a, from being a fan, but I don't know if like random man, I don't know if Terry thompson Killing is him. is is oh. just going is, is he going yeah i'll pay 85 quid for this muse ticket because i've heard they're a good show yeah I are people so. doing that yeah and, and 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 the same people would do that for coldplay and they'll go yeah no i like the scientists i'll i'll you know i'll I'll go see them at wembley stadium by the way if we're talking it's about big, big bands like fucking hell Coldplay just sold out six nights in a row at Wembley yeah. Stadium. How insane! That's why I'm trying not. I'm trying not to to compare to Coldplay in yeah. this context because Cause, because, cause because Coldplay ludicrous. are no because they are no bigger and and in terms of just like you know radio play, they are much more mainstream. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to think of like your Foo Fighters or someone of a sort of similar like who would fill a similar venue size, who would headline a similar slot, who would you know? But in terms of like record sales. And, yeah, probably yeah, much bigger. Like cultural imprint, then yeah, Foo Fighters are way bigger than Muse. Because because yeah. I, I bet if you if, if I went and asked, I don't know, if I went and asked my dad, mm. what's the singer of Muse called? Not yeah. a fucking sausage. Then again, my dad my dad wouldn't know Dave Grohl is. That's probably a bad example. No, but I don't, maybe no, someone but I know not quite as old as saying. maybe <laughs> not someone quite as old as my dad. <laughs> we don't need to talk specifically about what your dad does and doesn't know. Well, he would he'd say what he <laughs> he would know he would know what the singer of Lighthouse Family was called though because right, as established yeah. really? as established. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, fair enough. The thing about Muse is though, like Light. they're not even like critical darlings. Like they were for a spell, weren't they? They had that little spell, you know. There, there were these two recent lists that caught my eye, right? And and they are okay. at two ends of the spectrum in relation to Muse, okay? One is Rolling Stone, which is, you know, your pop and rock globally known magazine. They focus on everything that's sort of like big and popular. Number and, one will be number one will be the latest Lady Gaga album or whatever. And there's Pitchfork, who are wankers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you know, your your indie schmindy underground avant garde ish 
music. Have you like, have you seen the pitchfork list of like showing the difference between men and women and their what yeah, they like? It's all Radiohead at the top for men. Yeah, the men the men was just all just Radiohead. Four Radiohead albums had a Kanye West album. Yeah, and um. there was no and there was just no female representation at all on that list. Yeah, Rolling Stone recently published their 500 greatest albums of all time. Muse, not one entry. While other artists of a similar stature, or even slightly smaller, have multiple entries. E.G.? Give me an E.G. Coldplay have got multiple entries. Radiohead uh, um, have got like half of their fucking discography on there. U2 we- have got multiple I- entries, you know? I weirdly think Brand New might be in there. Ra- Brand New are in there, yeah. Yeah, I, I know that they're big fans. Yeah. Pitchfork uh, published 200 Most Important Artists Since the Inception of Their Website, which is 1996. So Muse are eligible, not featured. Yeah. Uh, end of year lists sort of I looked around for drones and simulation theory in terms of like best albums of the year they don't feature in anything Mm. other than specialist magazines like your metal magazines or whatever and it's kind of the same fate as like the new metal contemporaries around 2001 2003 when many would say Muse were potentially at their critical peak Um, but then Linkin Park and Slipknot have numerous features on the 500 greatest albums of all time. And the other thing is, Rolling Stone published the 100 greatest guitarists of all time. Matt Bellamy's not on it. See, that one I think is a bit metal. How, like, he's, he's just not there. They just do not occur to, you know, tastemakers or critics or anything. It's an interesting cultural footprint, or lack thereof yeah. that they have. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? They're, weird, they're weirdly invisible. Do you know why, guys? It's because they're real niche, and no one's really heard <laughs> yeah, of them. Yeah, no one's really heard niche. Real well, indie band And news. it's really interesting, and, and, and I've, I was trying to think, like, I'm never going to know how the general public think about this band, until <laughs> the other day, and it happened by complete chance, <laughs> I started watching Stathlet's Flats. Now, it's very funny, yeah. and it's what, very yeah, broad. It's a, com- oh, it's, that- a, it's a comedy show. And it is broad. Who's in it again? It's someone... Jamie Demetriou. I... Yeah, it's really okay, That's great. not what I... No, he really plays great. a Greek Cypriot lettings agent. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it's broad. So it's intended for the general public. It's won BAFTAs. It's very successful. It is aimed at the general public. And there is a character in the first episode, and they need to very succinctly, because it's a sitcom, communicate that he that character is, one, a deeply tedious man, and two an absolute non-entity, and his first line of dialogue is like, I like Muse. Yeah. <laughs> My wife's out of town. Yeah. 24-hour Muse. Muse, muse wall-to-wall Muse. <laughs> so I think that's what the general public thinks is, of Muse. Is that me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. Lu- like, and yeah. Lucas, I sent you that clip. I recorded that You did, that didn't you? You telly. did. Yeah, you did, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. I knew I'd recognise you know the name. Do you know what? That character isn't in the second season. No, an absolute non-entity for the and first season as well. And they don't even explain why. <laughs> I think that's what Muse I, are I, for. It's hard for us to, yeah, to like, to get a gauge because without just being a wanker and going to my office and going to people that I know are just You're like You're going to be not, the guy from Stathlet's Flats. What they're do you think not, of Muse? They're <laughs> not, yeah, that's the thing. Like, like, when I've, you know, people I've worked with, I've talked about my podcast and I've generally gotten a very similar response when it's been about about muse it's been oh so what you do oh, i do music podcast about music you know we talk about artists and their discography album by album track by track taking into account all cultural impact i just give them the whole <laughs> intro obviously and yeah, and i and they'll be like oh what are you doing and i'll be like oh so we did the first season on manic street preachers which always gets like a, a an absolute blank face Who? they're like why <laughs> yeah. have you done yeah. what on earth warrants that <laughs> 
And then I'll follow up with Muse and they'll go, oh, Muse, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah they're quite good. I quite like them. It's, it's always just such like a very, yeah, 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 yeah mm. they're quite good. Yeah, I saw them a couple of times back in the day. That's yeah. always like the way, apart from one guy who I work with who genuinely really likes Muse and I like 24 hour Muse. Yeah, it's weird. They do have a weirdly like, yeah, kind of invisible, f- f- especially for a man who has all the hallmarks of like a bit of a character, you know, who could mm. have a public presence. He doesn't. Yeah, that's like, true. Matt Bellamy could be someone who is who is out there, you know, doing interviews with Howard Stern, saying funny stuff or weird stuff that gets. Well, he does it with Alex Jones instead, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that surprised me because I went into this podcast going like, "Yeah, big band. Everyone knows who Muse are. Huge band." Yeah, but I'm not. Yeah. I'm not convinced anymore. I think I think Mark Beaumont summed up quite well when he said like they're maybe one of the biggest cult bands. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe that is it. They just they they are still a bit of a cult band, but they're the, one of they're the biggest massive. cult bands enough yeah. that they can yeah. fill stadiums the world over. Yeah, and that is enough. But they're still not actually a Coldplay. But you know what that yeah. means? Or, or Foo Fighters. That means it's cool to like Muse now. Because they're a cult band. Oh, finally. It's all come round. <laughs> finally. And Radiohead, that made, they made how many times on that list? Oh, fucking loads. Sellout. I know. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Tom York, honestly. Honestly, fucking I think they sellout. had two in the top ten, you know. We should oh, really pathetic. talk about them. I mean, good bands. Pathetic. <laughs> I like my bands with a little bit more, you know, a bit more under the radar, guys. Yeah, like Muse. Yeah, like Muse. <laughs> like Muse. Like some underground band Muse. <laughs> Cultural impact wise, I think like, I think everyone knows Muse, and but I think it's interesting to know what Muse they know because mm. like I'll always think of Muse as the plug-in baby Muse. Yeah, like if someone goes Muse, and I'm like, oh yeah, I like uh, Muse, and I'll think of Origin of Symmetry um, rather than like Starlight. But I feel like to many people they're a bit of a, a bit of a meme, like you've just been saying. Like I think. Literally, like this, the from that from the sitcom you were talking about, Adam. Yeah, they, they are As, kind um, of the joke there, aren't they? Yeah, like I'm going to quote, and I don't mean this because I don't think they are, but lame, pompous rock band. Yeah, but but others, I think others, they mean everything to them, don't they? I think there's a there's a vast majority of people that it they are. Well, no, a vast minority. But like in terms <laughs> of muse, there's a there's a all right, fine. But there's a giant population of people that that muse mean like everything to them. Um, we should put them all on an island somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think I think I, th- I I still think just Matt Bellamy is an underrated musician and artist, and I think that won't go down in their yeah that is the thing they won't impact be... or their legacy. I don't. Well, think Matt not showing down. up in a list of guitarist people is, like, is mad. That that shows like they're not yeah, yeah. that. Which is mad because he should be remembered for being really amazing at guitar or, or as a musician, but he's not. He probably won't be because that band is. Which that surprises me because I know that he's been like on the top of a lot of like guitar magazines, like top guitarists sure. or whatever. And that is but that's, read like you say, by that's people more, who know about guitar. That's more specialist, like you yeah. say. That's not Pitchfork or Rolling Stone. That is it's Top Gear magazine. Top Gear magazine, <laughs> but for guitars. <laughs> yeah. um, I mean, you say Steve about like what do you think people think of Muse when you, like what Muse do they think of? I think it depends on like who you ask. I think if you ask someone our age and you know like from the UK who doesn't follow Muse anymore because they just don't you know give a shit anymore, they'd be like they they think of Muse as like oh yeah they're that band that did like you know Absolution, they did like, Hysteria and and like and like all that sort of stuff, and then they kind of dropped off. But I think if you asked like a thirteen-year-old American girl, 
She'd be like, oh my God, that band that did like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep going, <laughs> Twilight films. <laughs> You know, oh, like, okay. I think there's a definite, and that's obviously where the, the, the fan base has this kind of split of, like, yeah, yeah. you know, I think there's, I think it depends. But if you ask, like, random dad, I think he would probably think of Muse as the Muse of, like, 2006 or something. Not a Muse today. dad rock. I don't know if they are. I think they are. They might be. Yeah. I don't think you can dip your toe into the water of prog rock without dipping it into dads. Yeah. Which, like, it's just an interesting parallel compared to how you thought that Manix are dad rock. I think there's now a more I mean, Manix modern... are dad rock. Yeah, but they're more, like, veering into granddad rock. <laughs> In Fuck terms off. of age... Fuck off, Steve. <laughs> no, mate, we're old people now. Yeah, I guess so. We're the dads. Yeah, we're the dads. Well, so, no, we're so... well, yeah, we are. We're dads. One, we're all one dads. Dad. We're all one. each other's beautiful children. <laughs> yeah. Lucas is daddy. What I should say about that uh, 100s uh, guitarists thing, the Rolling Stone thing, is it, it trended towards more influential guitarists than it did great guitarists. Which I think, Matt yeah. Bellamy is not. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I think that yeah, also yeah. something about their cultural impact is that they are very talented. He's great at guitar. He's not necessarily influential. I don't think Muse are that influential, necessarily. I don't I see them. a lot of bands going like, oh, we just want it to sound like Muse. You hear you, Muse... hear you hear bits and bobs in in other bands, like mm. but they pull influences from so many different places. Yeah, yeah. them that you wouldn't say that sounds like me, like that doesn't sound like Matt Bellamy. That sounds more like Tom Morello. That kind of thing. if you, you added that, up you? all one hundred guitarists on that list, you'd get Matt Bellamy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. No, but <laughs> like, there's, there, there is the odd not a like, bad there, thing. No, like, it's not a bad not... thing. Yeah. yeah, they do have the odd, like, overt influence. Like, I know the dude from Royal Blood, whose name I don't fucking know. He's, like, specifically, it's like, Muse yeah. are an influence on me, 100%. Like, big time. Yeah. yeah, and that's like, yeah, that makes sense. You're a riff rock band. Of course, interestingly, like, he's a bassist. Rock. Yeah, but I mean, loosely. Lucy? Oh, but lo- loosely. Oh, okay. Lucy. I thought they had a Lucy bassist. I mean, we've touched um, on it a little bit, and, and you talked about it, but, like, going forward, if that's where they are now... Where will they be? What do you think I they're going to leave behind them? I think they will be known for their big, overblown and ridiculous stage shows and unfortunately not remembered for their occasional genuine artistry. That's Interesting. Valid. That's valid. Yeah. I think, they'll be, I think Matt will be remembered as the man who held, ha, beheld the glove a lot yeah. more than he'll be remembered as someone who can fucking bust out a piano concerto Symphony. like nobody's yeah. business sort of thing. You had a spunk out of symphony at the end of an album. Yeah. Can I say something controversial? No. You don't think they'll be remembered at all? I don't think they'll be remembered. I don't how think... How long in the future are we talking? Is 50 thing? years. Like, I mean, how ma- I mean, But I think that's quite a high bar, because how many bands from 50 years ago are remembered? Six. So, <laughs> 50 <laughs> years ago. Yeah, yeah, and you're naming some of the biggest bands of all time. Yeah. Some of the most Six influential bands. bands of all time. I think there's a huge number of bands Six. today who won't be remembered. Like, yeah, I agree. I think these are one of them. Good. Yeah, but that's, that was kind of my point. That's kind of my point that I said at the start of this bit about, like, I think very few bands will have any cultural impact. I think 50 years down the line, most of the artists we're talking about today will be completely forgotten. About. Why, why, the, why do you think they won't be remembered? Because I think very few do. Yeah. Okay, and, and why aren't Muse a part of that sort of, uh, you know? Because I think very few people, like, if they're not having a cultural impact now, why, are they, why would they suddenly have one in 50 years' time? Like, yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah. You never know. Album number nine. And to be honest, I still well, yeah. and we'll get to it. We'll get to it when we do season eleven. But I still don't actually. I think they're incredible. 
I still don't really understand what the deal is with Radiohead being considered. Just like people just kind of agreed, like, oh, they're the band that are really great and everyone respects. And if if you say Radiohead are one of your favourite bands, it's a safe option. No one's going to take the piss out of you because it's considered like a good opinion. Loads of people take the piss out of you. But they take the piss out of that for being like an obvious choice. But they, no one would go like, oh, what about a joke band? Well, no, they, they, they take the piss sausage. out of you for being like pretentious, I reckon. Yeah, but they wouldn't take the piss out of you for being like, what? Radiohead. Well, here's something like, that I think you need to do in order to be considered a, like a great artist with a career that is like roughly as long as Muses or longer. I think you, you have to have you have to reach a point where you tear yourself up and start again and you completely destroy what you were and you start down a new path and we've seen and bands yeah exactly and we've seen you bands like U2 did it Arctic Monkeys did it Blur did it obviously Radiohead did it Idols have just done it Taylor Swift did it Manix did it about five times obviously the Beatles did it Arcade Fire did it Queen did it you know we're, we're, we're gonna I don't think Arcade Fire will be remembered any more than Muse uh, I think I think they will I think they will uh, if, if not you know even for like I mean, you know, they, they've played similar size shows as Muse and stuff. They've both headlined Glastonbury Festival. Um, Arcade Fire haven't headlined Glasto. Yes, they have. 2014. Have they? Yes. Did they? What, the main stage? Yeah. Lucas, you're asking Adam, who is That's... Glastonbury. I'm really surprised by that. <laughs> who else headlined that year? Shall I get really into Arcade Fire, by the way, just They're as really a side point? Uh, just Shall save I just it, get really save into it. them? Save it for when we do the season. I mean, it does Oh, you're saying inevitable. I'm not allowed to listen to this so band? You've got, you've got no. all of these, you've got all of these know, artists yeah. who sort of tear themselves up and start again. Arcade the Metallica Fire, year. Yeah. Arcade Fire, I'm Kasabian. specifically thinking of uh, Reflector and what a left turn that was. Successful or, or not. Uh, or you could be very, very consistent, like The Who or The Rolling Stones or Beyonce Who? or R.E.M. I, I think Muse are fairly consistent. Well, no, I mean, the quality dips a bit, but they're fairly consistent exactly. in what all the things we talked about, about reliability. You know what you're going to get from Muse. Sure, but... The Who, The Rolling Stones, Beyonce and R.E.M. have these incredible runs of what people consider to be 10 out of 10 albums. Yeah, true. I guess if, they've, if, I guess if, if the quality had remained, if they'd done yeah. Origin, I know you guys don't like it, but Absolution is a highly regarded album. Yeah, if yeah. they'd done Origin, Absolution, Black Holes and then done like two more yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. of that yeah. tier, people maybe yeah. would be like, they are an all-time. Muse are kind of trapped between. They're kind of like, they, they, they put out the same stuff to varying degrees of success or quality and, and that makes them kind of like... Oasis or the fall in a way. Again, and another, another, just to bring them up again, but another kind of weird enigma in the music industry is the Foo, Foo Fires. Is how are they so big? And and I think they will be remembered more I than have Muse. No idea. And it's there, no, but they, all they all they do is release the same album over and over again. Yeah, and yeah, all yeah. of them are of roughly the same quality, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I how don't are know. they? I, they're a weird one that, that they know. are so big. I but think it's I think, because they are like the safest. They're yeah. so safe, like yeah, even more so than Muse. Safe. When back yeah. when I used to work at the place I used oh, to I work, I prefer at, Muse to Foo Fighters. I'd be offended yeah. if you didn't. <laughs> they, the place I used to work, we we we. There's only four of us in the office, and we take it in turns, like the music. We play in the music, sort of thing. And generally, the people in the room were into quote unquote rock, like broadly yeah. speaking. And if ever like, oh Lucas, you pick what we're going to play next. I just always pick Foo Fighters. I'm just like, no one's going to argue. There's going to be no debate. 
No yeah. songs are going to come on where I'm going to be a little bit embarrassed that I picked it. Yeah, right. Like, even with Muse, if fucking Aftermath comes on, I'm going to yeah, sink into sure. my chair. And so Foo Fighters, <laughs> just no one's ever going to disagree. They'll go, yeah, this is absolutely fine. And it's in yeah. the background. Yeah. Like, how have Foo Fighters made a fucking massive career off of that? Because I of mean, that. But, but also a lot of it rides on Dave Grohl. And I think it does. Nirvana, he is and, Dave yeah. Grohl. Is the Nirvana His thing personality- a big part? I don't know if the Nirvana thing is a big part of it anymore. I don't think it is. Not not amongst new fans, anyway. I see what you mean. He's just like he's known as the nicest man in rock, sure. and he's on everything, and he's in interviews, and he's nice, and that's yeah. the reason. And a, and a, a large portion of their profits at one point went towards a charity that denied the existence of HIV and AIDS. So yeah, exactly. Which we all know. They did it. It's the Adam Scott Glassball charity. They did. Yeah. <laughs> Luke yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> we <all> went, <laughs> and it comes back around. We all went for different things, but Adam's was better. It's lovely. The thing, stuff. the thing about um, those like those those bands that have just sort of like like I said, Oasis in the Fall. I would put Fleetwood Mac in there as well. The thing about them is that they like either hit a cultural zeitgeist moment or like originated a genre like the fall basically invented a certain type of music yeah oasis um, did the same thing over and over again but there was a cultural zeitgeist there of yeah up. exactly there was, was a point such where a movement it blew up that, yeah and the fleet and fleetwood mac you know they, they did a number of different things but they also you know they did rumors which is widely regarded just to be one of the best albums of all time because it's, it is it's yeah. interesting to think like that you that your, your idea that you have to have, reinvent yourself to to be sort of seen as a as 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 a great because you've successfully reinvented yourself. Do people recognise that? Do people critically? Yes, crit- and I guess critically, and I guess that informs why, and yeah. critically informs the the normies. The and flex, that is why radio the meme lords have that reputation because it filters down exactly. But yeah. but just going back again a step. Sorry, but Oasis never reinvented themselves. They just. They just hit the monocle. They hit had the a supernova zeitgeist. in the yeah. sky. Okay. As, as well. All right, yeah, yeah. then. There yeah, we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, we yeah. go. I didn't even hear the joke. And I'm, did I miss uh, anything, Adam? No, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Uh, huh? Guys. Lucas Aid. Yes or no? Would you consider yourself a fan of Muse? If someone came up to you <laughs> and they said, do you like Muse? But they didn't want a long answer. Because uh, you're acting about the weird. fact that you did a po- about the fact you did a podcast <laughs> oh, about yeah, them. I would, exactly. I would love. I would instantly go. Oh, actually, <laughs> well, actually, yeah. You've got almost just a yes or no with maybe like one qualifier. Steve, do you consider yourself a fan of the band Muse? Yeah, to an extent. Oh, such a fucking. That's what extent? I would say to someone. Yeah, it's okay. like yes, but I know some. Yes, they have some seminal albums and they have some guff. It's probably what I would say. But yes, I'm a fan of Muse. Like, I can't not be... This is such a longer question than the the guy wanted. He's already walked away from you, Steve. Also, everyone's got some guff. The Beatles have got some guff. Mate, come back. Don't go in... (laughs) Hey, don't go into Pret. Ask ask (laughs) me the question. Ask me the question, Steve. Okay, all right. Hey, man. Hey, man. This is weird that we No, this time I'm in a rush, so can you just ask me the question? <laughs> have you got have you got some spare change? Oh I've not seen you since we stopped doing the podcast ten years ago. Okay, What's happened to no, you, okay. mate? Now now I'm the next man. Okay, great. Hey man. Hey man. Isn't isn't it weird how we're all stopping you on the same Could street? We just Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. Okay. Okay. And he's he's gone now. Just I'm the ask. next guy. Uh, Lucas, can you ask me the question, mate? Adam, are you a fan of me? 
Not really. Hey, man. <laughs> okay, he's this back. guy's Sorry, following me now. I uh, <laughs> Ned? Call it- I'd have to say no. Uh, Lucas, uh, do you consider yourself to be a fan of the band, Muse? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'd right. also say yes, by the way. Should we do the fun Muse. stuff yeah. now? Yeah, okay, let's do the list. Because we've got oh, lists no, and stuff. I've been dreading it because I'm just looking at my top ten and going, that's not my top ten. <laughs> we've got album <laughs> rankings. Uh, and we've, you know, we're gonna, I'm going to do some group album rankings. And, you know, this is going to be our the best of Muse, basically. We're going to talk about all the stuff that we like. We're going to end on a big crescendo. Uh, I'm not a massive fan, but I do think they have some great stuff that they have put out. Um have you completed your new um, songs? What I like playlist. Yeah. How well, many songs is it? Well, I've got a top fifty Muse songs. Is Plug okay. In Baby in it? But, you, but, but, you, but I remember you saying that you had to fill that with. Some yeah, songs I did. I had, to, I, had really. to just, I had to pop some some other ones in there. But no, but so I, it, I, I, I would I would put that playlist on shuffle and be quite happy. Right. So you do. So you've got a fifty track long playlist of songs, new songs that you like. I do indeed. Yes. I do. lovely. Yeah, and fifty songs from one artist. That's a lot of yeah, songs. Yeah, I think I think that's I think that's a similar length to my Manix one. Although I've made a lot of No, you, Manics you've put one like now. whole albums on there and stuff. <laughs> Lifebloods on there, yeah. Good yeah. One. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. I, I, I I've made a new playlist of Manix now though. It's called All Manix, and I just listen to it all. Amazing, lovely, good. Uh, but Love I still it. I still skip. Like we're we're going to yeah. talk about the Manix in a second. Oh, 2021 Wrapped is available on Spotify. Oh, oh. Who wants <laughs> to it? start with album rankings and? rejigged scores and justifications for the rejigged scores off the top i haven't rejigged anything because i'm a man of something i've i've not rejigged i've not rejigged anything i have rejigged slightly love it good of course you have because you're weird all right steve you go first mate let's do let's do muse albums fucking ranked number eight and number Number eight eight. i've not even seen (laughs) that and i'm doing it what, you've never seen the Simpsons bit? I mean, I probably have, but... You've seen the episode with the B-sharps. Everyone's seen that episode. It's a classic. The Beatles episode. They play on the roof. Baby yeah, on board. Yeah, I know, I've Baby seen it, but I can't bring it to mind. Board. Let's go! Yeah, let's go! <laughs> Pog champs! Um, number eight. What, so... Worst of best, of course? Yeah, worst of best, obviously. Yeah. Drones! Whoa! What a surprise! It was a three out of ten, if okay, I remember yeah. correctly, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I only remember I only remember correctly because Adam told me that was my score. Sure, drones, drones didn't react very well to drones. Drones found it dreary. Drones, okay. Weirdly, maybe one or some of the songs end up in my top ten. Sure, drones, three. You know, three there are bad albums with good songs on them. That's absolutely fine. Yeah, that's fine. You can think two of the songs are incredible, but then think the rest is dog shite, and I think that would average out still to a very low. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, now, there's two in contention, which I'm going to have to do live for oh, number what seven. What do you mean you're going to have to do them live? Fuck it, we'll, well do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. I'm going to put Showbiz. Okay. Okay. The reason being, it's a five out of ten. Over time, I've maybe started to warm to it more because it's their like debut and a bit right. of like them being a bit more. Do you not? Oh, you know what I mean? No, I don't know what you mean because you've not said anything. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
no their debut they, they were like experimenting they were just doing some stuff and they were just like they were raw and they were just like let's just put an album out whatever they didn't have any kind of vision behind it in terms of like what my next one's going to be okay it was erratic and kind of a cool era for them okay so that was okay. that was seven that. uh so the resistance is the next one interesting interesting total opposite end of the spectrum yeah because it was just it was so many ideas that personally it exhausted me didn't really respond to it um, but also it's got a symphony at the end it's like that's obviously better than showbiz right yeah you you know there's a certain level of respect that it commands yes above exactly. showbiz yeah yeah so that was six is that right oh what's gonna be next uh absolution is next i went into this album like knowing how big it was and right. i kind of I think I was very disappointed at uh, what I experienced um, listening to it. Like, yeah, it just had a lot of. It was very flat, and I didn't expect that. Um, and I think re-listening again just brought the album down a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was just from nostalgia being ruined. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> no, that's interesting. But, yeah. It, yeah. It, it came with a certain amount of baggage and you don't feel it lived up to that. It did. Like uh, absolution like it just has it has a lot behind it and and it didn't it didn't meet those expectations that I had in my own brain. Anyway, right. uh absolution's gone. Done. God. Um it's done. <laughs> um I'm going to put second law next. Okay, okay. There's only, uh, yeah, that's that's one of a pair of yours that share some scores. It is, and I, and it's weird. I, I do put, I do put sec- spoilers. Second law and simulation theory as a pair yeah. in my head, um, but second law it's was weird, cause more. Because I put second law and resistance as a pair in my interesting. Oh, interesting. I see them as all the same. <laughs> I'm, put, I'm putting <laughs> my hands doing the finger, doing the David Brent fingers, but like making them a bit more sexual. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I do put Second Law and Simulation Theory as a pair, but but it was mainly because um, it's the albums I didn't know as much about. Maybe maybe that's why I've put them together. But like um, Second Law was just a bit more over the place, and um, yeah, Simulation Theory what had a bit of a direction, and that's why that's one that one's next. Cool. Um, next is going to be Black Holes, which is Ooh. a solid. Is that nine. number three? Is that number three? Ooh, that's number that's two. two. Yeah, oh. Black Holes, oh, yeah. Uh, nine out of ten. But that was like a, a real. Um, it wasn't a surprise, but like it was a, an awakening of how good that album was. Like a new, a new sexual awakening <laughs> of how erect I could be. Yeah. Um, Chris's handlebar mustache. During like the Knights of Sardonia video, that's the sexual awakening that we're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, of course. Yeah. What was the song about the the Zetas in the sky? Exopolitics, the most average oh, song on that, on that yeah. album. The most oh. ab- such a fucking mediocre such song. An average song. That, that unlocked <laughs> that album for me. You it's know. such um, just a so song. Average. Yeah. <laughs> You're such just a song. Um, no, the black black holes is just it just it's just so good and like. Uh, yeah like the whole night Sidonia thing is like was burning into my brain before I listened to it and then I, I like heard all the other stuff together and it is so good uh, but not as good as Origin of Symmetry which will always be my little baby boy but um, <laughs> re- revisiting it was like 
A sexual awakening, Lucas. <laughs> well, you, thought about, was, you no. thought about you thought about fucking a robot, and you just thought, yes, please. Oh, didn't we all think about fucking a robot? No, Origin of Symmetry was just so um, wonderful to revisit and see as a whole piece because I knew all the hits, I knew all the, and I'd listened to it, um, and I saw the the show at Reading where they played it from front to back. But but really, going in deep with Origin of Symmetry was just um, a pleasure, and it will always be my favourite Muse album. I don't think they'll ever top that. I think a lot of people would probably agree with you. Apart from idiots. What? Hmm? Like, huh? a lot of people probably agree with you that they would never, like, never top Origin of Symmetry. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So, that is Drone Showbiz, The Resistance, Absolution, Second or Simulation Theory, Black Holes and Revelations. That's an interesting top three. Simulation Theory, Black Holes and Revelations, and Origin of Symmetry. Yes. Something from right at the beginning, right at the middle, and right at the end. Didn't yeah. expect Simulation Theory to be so yeah, high on anyone's yeah. list. So, that's well, nice. Here we go. Algorithms I'll go next. Um, <laughs> number eight with a glorious two out of ten. Uh, <laughs> glorious with some black holes. Simulation theory. Uh, not my bag, baby. Um, <laughs> just above that, um, number seven is the second law with a score of three. Uh, because it annoyed me slightly more than Showbiz did, which is at number six, with also a similar three out of ten. You're not giving much qualifiers yeah. as to why you gave these scores, but I guess I we've, mean, got, we've done we've done entire episodes on that. I guess yeah, that's we uh, did like we did like a whole yeah, yeah, two yeah. and a half hours on Showbiz. I think it's you know when? just standard nineties alt rock light yeah. sort of thing. Uh, number five. Just above Showbiz with a score of four. I was equally surprised about this because it was a big album for me growing up, but Absolution. Um, yeah, just really, just I, I, such a slog to get through. And I wanted to give it more. Like, I wanted, like, revisiting this over the last few weeks, I was like, come on, let's bump this up. Let's get it to above average. But it's not. Yeah. So, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, um, what can you do? <laughs> do, you think if you, do you think if you trim the track list to like 11 or 12 instead of 14 and you cut some of the guff, do you think it's better? there's a better album there yeah i think if you um if you took like two or three of the tracks and released them as an ep that'd be great uh so only two (laughs) (laughs) so here's here's something that i definitely wouldn't have uh predicted uh going into uh the season uh number four drones (laughs) (laughs) yeah with a five uh and then just above that like uh number three the resistance i had no yeah. did not think that that would be in my top 3 muse albums um now the top 2 contentious uh, you guys mm. i don't know whether you remember or not that i uh, changed my origin of symmetry score do you remember this what did you drop you it down because, because it, of because you? of because yeah. of the existence of feeling good no yeah. no 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 the the existence of feeling good dropped it from a 10 to an 8 uh, oh that was it and then you bumped it back up to a 9 no i bumped f- it back down to a 7 <laughs> What? Because I have to take Muse at their word, and I know this appears mental, but they said that their intentions all along were to have like harpsichords and no phases oh, and make it all clean. I just think that's so silly. You're not you're not reviewing the fucking remix six six six. No, I'm you're not. Reviewing I'm, I'm, I'm reviewing Origin of Symmetry as a piece of art, and if they are coming out and saying we didn't meet our intentions with Origin of Symmetry, then they failed in some way, which means I have to mark it down slightly. I think you failed as a human brain. I mean, I can give you... I've done a second set of scores, which is purely, like, how much I enjoy the album, if you'd want me to take no, like, artistic criticism into account at all. 
No, you do you, hun. You do okay, whatever cool, because there's some zeros in there. <laughs> you do you, hun. So Origin of Symmetry is my second favourite, uh, like a, a nifty little seven, which means right at the tippy-toppy tip with eight out of ten mm-hmm. is Black Holes and Revelations. It was an yeah, important boy. album for me at the time. It's an important album for me now. What a lot of fun that album is, but also has like just enough meat on the bone in the same way that Origin of Symmetry does that I can really, you know, I find that album to be a rewarding, cohesive, coherent listen. So there you go. Simulation Theory, The Second Law, Showbiz, Absolution, Drones, The Resistance, Origin of Symmetry, Black Holes and Revelations, which means it's Lucas's turn. You know what I said a minute ago about how I've not changed any scores? You've changed some <laughs> scores. I've changed some scores whilst... Uh, <laughs> Whilst you guys were whilst talking. Whilst and home. Okay. I also changed my ranking whilst you were talking. Okay, great. <laughs> That's going to really... As if uh, <laughs> now, here's what's funny. I was about... Okay, well, for, number eight, drones. Okay, interesting. Not really, because it was the lowest score I gave. It, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With <laughs> a five, bang, right? Bang average five. Yeah, just okay. Bang average. It's average. It's bang average. I think you've got to take all of this with that little hint of, of they're my boys. And so I think yeah. in my heart of hearts, I know it's below average. Oh, okay. But but I but I give it average because they're, okay because yeah, know. which means um, that you uh, like you flat out like seven out of eight Muse albums. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just it's an incredible rate of uh, success for Muse. Uh, as far number, as number <laughs> number seven. This is one of the ones I switched around just at last minute. Okay. Number seven, Second Law. Oh, okay. Now, With a six. You have it has gone down. Interesting. Talk to me about that. Well, I Lucas. okay. So, so I'll talk to you in the context of our, the next one, which is Showbiz, which is also a six. Yeah. Okay. I was about to put Showbiz a point, uh, you know, a, 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 at number six instead of number seven. Yeah. But I was going to give it a lower score. You can't do that. But I think that's mad, isn't it? <laughs> that I was going to give. I was going to put Showbiz at number six and give it a and give it. Oh, sorry, I was going to put Showbiz at number six, but give it a six, and I was going to put Second Law at number seven, but give it a seven. Yeah, no, that makes no sense at all. But actually, <laughs> I don't know, and so and so basically, it was fairly top. I realised that I kind of probably like them about the same amount, which is like there's some really strong songs on there, but there's also just a lot of absolutely nothingness, right? Sure, yeah. But Showbiz, I think puts me in a more of a place like it still at least has more of a vibe even though that vibe is quite generic for the time it definitely puts me in like ah oh, old muse like classic like kind of got that nostalgia feeling to it it it's is very, also like, weirdly like more cohesive than second it's law. got a place you know it, it, it yeah. definitely puts me in a yeah. it gives me more of an, a feeling of a place and a, you know sort of thing whereas the second law is just a bunch of songs yeah and so even though if you took them both and you looked at the track list i think each of them probably has a roughly similar amount of tracks that i think are good and think are meh I, so Showbiz just got that sort of that uh, inherent like, yeah. love of old muse, you mm. know that little number five is Simulation Theory, huh? With I think I've lowered this now with a seven. You have lowered it, yes. With the seven that was previously held by the Second Law. Okay, so we're doing a big, and this all happened in the last ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just looking at my numbers <laughs> and just thinking, you know what? Have some fucking balls and stop trying to stop trying to give everything such high scores because you love your boys. Oh, a interesting. Se- a seven yeah. is still a seven is still a perfectly good score. That's what I did yeah. with Manix. Yeah, it is tricky. It is tricky. It's hard to detach from like the love, you know, like how much I love the band. Yeah, yeah. Um, which means number four is the resistance with the eight that sure. it previously held. Lovely. So I don't think Great we're going to see any 
adjustments uh, from... Well, Didn't expect Resistance to be number four. I actually thought it would be number five and that Simulation Theory would be higher because I was like... Really? Oh, simulation Theory. Simulation, well, I remember when it first came out, I remember thinking like, oh, it's like the best thing they've done since Black Holes. But that might have been like a bit of recency bias. And, yeah. You know, stuff like that. Number four, Resistance. Eight out of ten. Really, really great. Actually, like, really surprised me how much I enjoyed that one. Number three. We go into the trilogy now. We're just going into the okay, trilogy. Okay, here comes yeah, the trilogy. The big yeah, three. Trill. Absolution. Trill. Keeping it with the nine. Happy okay. with the nine. I feel a little bit more positively on it than I did at the end of that episode where I borderline almost was going to give it an eight. Well, there was a rumour a few episodes ago that you, you know, you did say, oh, I might give it an eight. And, you dragged you me know, down, yeah. but I listened to it again recently. <laughs> All and, right, mate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I, I listened to it again. Rec- I listened do. to it again recently and was like, "No, I love this album. It's it's important <laughs> to me, and I love it." And shut up, Adam and Steve. Don't yeah. ruin things for yeah, me. Sure. Yeah. So keeps yeah. the nine. Lovely, lovely, lovely. The top mm-hmm. two was painful because they're both ten out of ten. Right. Yes. Now, how how are you going to separate? So these? I'm doing number two as Origin <gasps> Symmetry. <gasps> wow. Cool. Because I'm think, pretty sure uh, you came into this season thinking. Origins. It's the, their best the album. Boys, now, the and origin. I still maintain that Origin Symmetry is their best album. Yeah, yeah, you've got the same thing as me, I think. I think it is their best. best album. It is by far their best album. It is like seminal and incredible and impressive artistically, all the rest of it. But I've got to think of the same score as Black Holes, so I don't have to really qualify which one goes in which order. Sure, yeah. But Black Holes is my favourite because yeah. I love enjoy. it. Enjoy. Like, yeah. I enjoy it. And what I talked about at the time, like, that was peak muse for me. That was like absolute, like, muse at the height of their powers, the height of my, like, being a fan, the height of hype, the, the harp tour and everything that surrounded that. It all just felt very bit, you know. It was just like the best time to be a, to be into Muse was yeah, that yeah. era, and yeah, it was yeah. great. And so that gives me a lot of warm fuzzies. <laughs> Even though I would all completely say, I would completely say, Origin of Symmetry is a better album. I understand it. Yes, I like that a lot. Do you, so Adam? Do you want? You're going to do group our group rankings. Yeah, have you got it yes. already? He's doing a spreadsheet and doing some quick sums, isn't he? This is what we think the order of the Muse albums are officially, along with scores out of 10, but slightly more okay. granular. Okay? Sure. How's the score out of 10? Because you've had to do, you, there's this point, there must be decimal points in it. There is a decimal point. There, there is or, you could do a score, or you could do a score out of 30. It would be the same either way. It's, it's uh, mathematically the same thing. Yes. <laughs> I, think we had this, I think we had this question we, we last did. season, didn't we? Because did. I, wrong, did. I yeah. wrongly thought maths didn't work the way it worked. At number eight, to the surprise of absolutely nobody, drones with four point three out of ten. That is surprising, okay. actually, because your high score, like I would have thought, might drag it up a little bit. Because mm. I would have yeah, thought my high second, score thought, of five out of ten. Yeah, I guess because, <laughs> yeah. because you're a low scorer. I guess because rank. Low scorer. I guess no. I guess okay. No, what I mean is not your high score, but your high ranking. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Makes it feel like it would go higher because obviously we've all ranked the second law like low. Yes. Yeah, that's well, true. No, no we well, haven't. number seven with four point seven, showbiz. Oh, mm. uh. and then above that at number six with five point three, is the second yeah. law, and uh-huh. just above that with the same score five point three, but it has the highest a higher individual score from Lucas of seven is Simulation Theory. Yeah, now we're into oh. the top four. Number four, Absolution. With 6.3. Wow. Number three, The Resistance with 6.7 out of 10. And then there's a big, big leap. Number two, Origin of Symmetry is 8.7 out of 10. 
Oh. And then the highest score we've ever given anything at number one, Black Holes and Revelations, with nine out go. of ten. Oh, wow. yeah, boy. Just a flat nine. Do you want to do something really interesting? Do it. What? Do you want to rank all of the albums that we've done on the podcast so far? Do it. Just, we'll do a do mixture it? of Manix and you've got Muse. It, if you've got it ready, then by <laughs> we'll all means. We'll do a mixture of Manix and Muse. Here we go. Okay. All right. At the bottom. Have, have a guess. Do you think it's the worst Manix album or the worst Muse album? I think it is going to be Postcards from Young Man. It is indeed. With a 3.7 out of 10. It's Postcards from Young Man by Manic Street Preachers. Then it's Drones. And then above that, it's Resistance is Futile by Manic Street Preachers. Above okay. that, it's Showbiz by Muse. Then Generation Terrorists by Manic Street Preachers. There's a weird little alternating thing going on there. Then it's The Second Law by Muse. Then Simulation Theory by Muse. Then it's Gold wow. Against the Soul. Then it's Rewind the Film. Then Know Your Enemy and Send Away the Tigers are yeah. uh, a joint 11th. Then it's Absolution by Muse. And then it had the same score, but because of the, the, the high individual scores from me and Steve, Journal for Plague Lovers comes in 9th <laughs> above Absolution. Then it's This Is My Truth, Tell Me Yours. Uh, then it's The Resistance by Muse. Then it's The Holy Bible by Manic Street Preachers. Then it's Lifeblood by Manic Street Preachers. Everything Must Go. And then in the top three, it's Origin of Symmetry by yeah. Muse, Futurology by Manitary Preachers, and then number one, with that big score of nine, Black Holes and Revelations by Muse. Good soup. So there's quite a good mix with a huge Manic Street Preachers barrier at the top. Yeah. <laughs> with like these yeah. four albums that kind of like outperformed a lot of uh, the Muse albums. That's very interesting. It, it makes me think that I definitely rank bands differently maybe we'll probably find out in a few seasons time won't we? i think it's probably offset because i probably i rank muse high because of my love for them and i ranked manix yeah. low because of my not wanting to crest the muse barrier well here's a thing go on <laughs> i added up all of your scores for muse's entire discography okay so that is the number of points you gave them versus the number of points available so, so out of 80 so out of yeah. 80 yes indeed um and then i've given it whatever that percentage is. So you'll end up with either a percentage that you like them or similar, you'll end up with like a 4.7 or whatever it is. Okay. So Steve, Hmm. tell me if this feels right to you. (laughs) Oh shit. Okay. 51 out of 80. You rank Muse as a 6.3 out of 10. Right. Does that feel right? That feels right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Lucas. Not that much more than Steve. 61 out of 80. A 7.6. How does that feel? It feels, it feels like it hurts because it starts <laughs> with a 7. Yeah. Does it feel low? It does feel low, but that's because that's my love getting in the way, when actually that is a very admirable score when you take into account they've had some duds. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is I that feel thing like that... if someone walked up to you in the street and said, what would you give Muse out of 10? You'd probably give it higher than a 7.6. I think I probably would, yeah. I'd probably say like yeah. eight, eight, eight and a half. Eight and a half, interesting. Yeah. Uh, so me, thirty-nine out of eighty, or four point eight out of ten. Uh, that that feel that feels right. Uh, that all added together and boiled down to a number. As a group, we give Muse six point three out of ten. So that is Steve with his uh, finger on the pulse of the nation. Um, Vape nation. Is that something? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> 
I did the same thing for the Manic Street Preachers. Fuck me, this is so data heavy. It's really data heavy. Yeah, yeah. Steve, 91 out of 130, which is an even 7 out of 10. Does that feel right? There's no point asking me or Lucas this question, but Manics or Muse? Manics. Well, it makes so sense. The numbers makes sense. Are. You gave them a 7 out of 10, the Manic Street Preachers. Yeah. 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 Uh, I gave them a 6.9. So I like them less than you do. <laughs> <laughs> and you like them less than I like Muse. No, yeah. That's no surprise. Yeah, yeah. That's no surprise, actually. Um, Lucas, what would I give Mannix? What, what would you, if, if you walked up, if someone walked up to you on the street and said, what would you give them Mannix as a band? What would you, well, what would you the say? problem is, if I'm, I can't now, because I think that Muse number is, is wrong in my heart. Yeah. That Muse number feels too low. And so now I've got to go lower than that number. Otherwise, it's, I'm saying I like them as much as I like Muse based on this number. Just follow your heart. What Like Manix, like what? Like a 7 out of 10 band or what? Yeah, 6 6.5. Six 6.5, and and okay. Six, six, so you six, gave six them 65 out of 130, which is exactly 50%. You gave them a 5 out of 10. But what that is, is when someone, if someone said to me, how, do, how, what do you rank Muse? I'm obviously going to think about what the things I like about Muse are. And I'm kind of going to. Yeah, just not think about drones and things like that. I'm gonna think about the stuff I love. Whereas this list is obviously taken from like a categorical everything of all of it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Although my argument is, if that number feels low, it's all of the context. It's all of the added stuff. It's the live yeah. shows, and it's yeah. knowing the band inside out, and, and it's nostalgia, and it's B sides, and it's your personal reaction to uh, stuff that that makes you, you know, want to give them. A higher score than just simply looking at their recorded output would give you. And yeah. so, you know, with that in mind, uh, I ask yes. you the question, does context matter when you're listening to music? Uh, yeah. Does knowing the history of an artist, Lucas, affect your appreciation of their output? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we've done it. And that's it. Two years. And we don't need to do yeah. anymore. So what's the point? That- I don't think I ever said no to that, did I? I think you did, yeah. I don't think I did. <laughs> you definitely did. You definitely I don't did. Think did you? I Do you want to hear did. something really interesting? I did the same thing with Mannix. I added them all together and gave a group ranking. 6.3, yeah. exactly the same as Muse. That is, wow, that is, that's really that is interesting. interesting. That's really yeah. fun. It just uh, evens like out the fun. that amongst yeah. the three of us, we think Muse and Mannix Street Preachers, based on their recorded output, are exactly the same. Same band. Same band. They sound the same. They are very they similar, similar to be fair. Yeah. Right. Really fun stuff. Top yeah. 10. Let's create our Muse best of. We've all got our top 10 songs. This is basically what this whole episode is about. I love doing this. Uh, we've got some honourable mentions. <laughs> I'm going to score them. It's 10 points for number one, nine points for number two, and yep. so on. Um, and so forth. Indeed. Indeed. We will then work out what our top 20 is, and we will create that as a properly sequenced Muse best of that people can listen to on Spotify. Who, want, okay. who, who wants to go first in this joyous celebration of all things I'll Muse? I'll do it. Okay. Oh, shall, I go for, shall I go first? No, it feels, I, like, I, it feels I, like too I, obvious I, for me to go last because I'm the fan. Well, I feel like you're the one everyone's waiting for. I don't think they are because mm. I think mine's actually quite boring. I think Lucas was the one everyone was waiting for in the last season, wasn't it? Weren't they? Yeah, because mine was going to be the most juicy. So who's yeah. everyone waiting for on this one? I think you. No one. No one cares. Yeah, oh, no one cares. Okay. <laughs> right, well, whichever of you two. I'll go last. I'm going to go first because I don't... Go on, I'll, Lucas I'm going to go, go first. Lucas, go on, Raven Convention. Right, honourable mentions first or last? Don't give a shit. Uh, well, well, no, right honourable mentions right at the top because it's basically your 15 to 11, isn't it? <laughs> right, no, because I'm not going to order the honourable mentions. Okay, the honourable well, mentions, mentions include Bliss, Citizen Erased, 
uh, Panic Station, oh. uh, Algorithm Alternate Reality, Ooh. and and Animals. Oh, it's mm. tough to make the 10. Oh, it hurts. It's tough to make it's the 10. Make Some 10 of those because, hurt. because genuinely, from like seven downwards on my top 10 list, they could all be in any order, in my opinion. You could, you could just jumble it up and i go, yeah, fine. Because they're, yeah, all, you... they're all number one. But you okay. did order them. And I did order them. And it pains me because I'm already looking at it going, that's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> but then actually going, no, it's not. And then, you know. Okay. So, right. We're num- going to play some num- clips as we go. So, okay. number 10. Number 10. She snuck in on the first top 10. And she remained there. She's is Supermassive Black Hole. I mean, it's a From, it's a from Black Hole's banger. Relations. From Black Hole's Relations. There she is. It's nice to hear some music. Oh, by Muse. There you go. We know what Supermassive Black Hole sounds like. Sounds like a shit song. Yeah. Overrated. Uh, Overrated. Number nine. And I'm already wondering if this actually even deserves oh, the top God. ten. Just it's so it. difficult. It's Just do it. Shit. Just it. lock it it's the void. Okay. Oh. Okay. That was a, big, that's ex- a big one for you. Didn't expect to make the top ten, but... Uh, oh, you're playing the song. You can talk over it. That's fine. Oh, okay. I uh, didn't expect to make the top ten. But I just like when I listened to it and we talked about it and I realised that I wanted to die to it. I guess <laughs> yeah. I realised how much sure. I love it. Yeah, 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 that was a real revelation. Yeah. Wasn't this it? is like this is like a vibe. <laughs> this one's all about the vibe. It's all about that like that filmic. The thing I said about I visual to songs. Die to it. This is that oh. thing I said about like certain songs are very visual. This is one of them, right? This is like a film. Yeah. And I like films. Do you? I'm... Yeah, I like sci-fi. All right. Number eight. I'm so curious about this now. Yes. And number eight. Number eight. Um, I don't be that curious, to be honest, mate, because the rest of the list gets much more boring um, <laughs> because it's mostly the same list as last time. Uh, number eight. <laughs> number eight. Blackout. Okay. Personal, okay. Con- personal context. Beautiful song. Lovely. Ev- lovely. Mandolin. A beautiful song. Wonderful. Beautiful song. Uh, number seven. Adam's favourite song off this album. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> fucking banger. Yeah. Stockholm Syndrome. I mean, it's fine. Maybe it should. I mean, this might be number one, actually. <laughs> what, really? <laughs> oh, wait. It's not a seven, it's one. It might not be seven, it might be number one, actually. It's so good, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like Slipknot, Corn, Linkin Park. It sounds like new metal. Yeah. Does it not sound like new metal to you guys? That intro is very new metal. You know what? Yeah. It might, that might be number one, actually. <laughs> That's the problem. The whole rest of this list now, I'm just like, all of them are perfect. That's cool. I, I like the arbitrary ordering of them. 
Well, no, because it's not arbitrary. I did rearrange them. I just hate it, and uh, and it makes me pain. Uh, number it six, makes me pain. It's number six, slipping in there wasn't on the previous list because I genuinely forgot it because I rushed my previous list. Sure. Number six, map of automatic. I mean, yeah, it's a big, uh, it's a big, uh, big sexy banger. What? How did you forget this? I regret my entire top ten. <laughs> How did you forget that? I don't know. I mean, I really did rush. My, my, when I did the first half top ten, I kind of was like, I'm not going to think about it too much because I'll get too in my own head about it like I am now. And I was just going to do it on, on instinct. And I kind of yeah. just forgot Mathematics existed, all right? Yeah, yeah. Sue me. Um, don't sue me. Please, we Someone can't. Uh, we can't the, the, take it. This Mathematic, in my opinion, this is like this is like them absolutely perfecting, and the best example of them doing that like electronic meets rock music, yeah, sort of thing. Agree, like perfectly in that middle ground. Number five, like this is one of those ones where like I'm like, oh, does it even deserve to be in the top ten? But again, it's that it's that thing of like, I need to stop thinking about the songs I'm a bit fed up of live, right? Okay. And just think so about like mercy. the songs and be like, no. <laughs> And so it's number five, Knights of Sidonia. I mean, you, yeah, I, yeah, I completely get it. I mean, we don't need to hit Knights of Sidonia again, especially yeah, with the, the length is, uh, of the intro. It is, it is just a bit, blue, isn't it? It is just a bit like I need to forget that, like, I'm fed up of hitting them ending gigs with it. But I also don't ever want them to pop there because it's yeah, incredible. Yeah, it's yeah, amazing. It's, it's a good song. It's a good song. I reckon. I reckon it's a good song. Number four, uh, off of Origin Symmetry. Oh, Newborn. Okay. Mm. Is it Offer more or less of, the same uh, order as last time? I don't remember. From Muse. That's right. From the band Muse, yeah. Uh, yeah, Newborn, just like the most, I think of any Muse songs, the most that puts me in a time in my head of mm, like discovering yeah. Muse. This is when I discover Muse and I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, Newborn baby. Little 13 year old me. Newborn baby. Little 13 year old me being like, woo. Well, 13 year old you was a newborn baby. Yeah. Basically, yeah. you're kind. Of, it's like Benjamin Button, but but different. So it's not really like yeah. it at all. No, not at all. No. Yeah. Okay, so we in are in. We're in top three territory here for the yeah. world's strongest Muse fan. Yeah, and bear in mind, I already said that Stockholm Syndrome should be number one. Okay, great. So it's all bollocks. Yeah, yeah. But number three, <laughs> number three, fucking absolutely deserves to be in the top three. Take a bow. Oh, well, take a bow, take a bow. Come on, come on now. Again, that Muse, like the big, the bombast. Arpeggios. Arpeggios. It's Muse doing Muse, but doing it at their peak in terms of like that big, dramatic Muse. Yeah. Just like absolutely spot on. Good soup. They've done it many times, this type of song, but this is by far the most successful of that type of song. And they know it because it always gets an important spot in the set lists when Matt sings to a skull or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or wears an arpeggiating suit. (laughs) You guys. All right, you big sniffly boys. Number two. Number two. uh, Just just plug in, baby. There's nothing to which you can say about it. It's just just plug in, baby. Do we need to hear plug in, baby? Nah. Tough luck. What's 
I'm still wowed by that guitar sound. Same. It's just, just so. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. so. Metally, it's so metallic. I still closed my eyes. It's so tinny and like I can't remember the word. Adam used a good word to describe that guitar sound. Gross. What was the word <laughs> you used? No, he used a really good word. I don't know, like metally, but not like metallic. metallic. It was better than that. Really metallic. Yeah. Number one. <laughs> hysteria. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. bass, bass guitar. Chris. 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 Another good song by Muse. Another good song by the band <laughs> Muse. Unfortunately, that top ten is largely like fairly obvious, especially the, like the, the 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 top five sort of thing. It's like yeah. Because yeah, I don't think we're gonna, we're gonna get the the variation that we did uh, that we did last season. But I do look at that mm, and go, you know what? Math, uh, but I do look at that and go, actually, Math the Problematic number two, Stockholm Syndrome number one, or like whatever, like all of them. They're Lord. just yeah. All okay. Great. Well, well, let's it's, hope. Let's hope you know that that low uh, rating of Stockholm Syndrome doesn't make it drop out of the top twenty then, because that'd be devastating for you, wouldn't it? Steve, do you want to go next? Yeah, I was going to say about half of mine were not in your list. Excellent. Exopolitics, uh, baby. What's your on mens? On mens. Right, honourable mentions. The right. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Honourable mentions. Exopolitics. Madness. Showbiz. Assassin Gobe. Sure. Didn't make the top ten. And Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, but that is in the top fifteen. Of Stockholm Syndrome is going to come plummeting out of the top twenty. Steve's maybe. not you are, mate. Steve's not you are. What? Yeah. What is he? You're a cunt. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you know what I thought was going to be like a really good Muse pun? Yeah. No, no it wasn't. Let... You're just a cunt. Yeah. Just, right. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Number ten. Hit us with that number ten, uh, baby. Psycho. <laughs> Psycho. 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 Oh, that's the first. Uh, the first. The first of drones. drones. Yeah, the first of drones. Maybe I the only. Psycho. No, actually, no. Adam would have a drone. I don't know. I love the. I love the, the voice clips in it. They get me really pumped. The riffs are great. Psycho man. Like yeah, and just doing the face that you do when you listen to Psycho. You're, you're, Pursing your lips together. Yeah, yeah. Psycho, Psycho. I forgot really how nice that, that riff is. Yeah. Um, nine is a song we haven't heard actually for ages. Uh, it's Hysteria. Okay. Don't need, um, to, uh, don't need to play that again. Don't need to play that again. Lower than I uh, would have maybe thought, Stephen. Same. Great. Because you realise it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eight is yeah. Micro Cuts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, stop it. But don't. Don't stop it. <laughs> okay, you want me to stop it? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't. <laughs> oh, it's just the, it's the odd time signatures, the madness of it all. It is, I think Microcuts kind of sums up origin, really, in a, in a weird way. It, it does kind of encapsulate a lot of the general ambiance. Yeah. 
of the record. Yeah, the, the, the madness, the kind of off-kilter. I mean, I think it, just to put on the record, I think there's, there's I have my alternate top ten, which is Origin of Symmetry, minus Feeling Good. Yeah, that is, that <laughs> is a good it. top ten. I'd listen to that top ten. Yeah. Number seven, mm. Animals. Oh, a showing for Animals. We're animals. Is it just the time signatures that get It's time yeah. signatures, but just... Oh, it's just got such a vibe. I can't get over it. Steve, it's you're really going to love season 11. <laughs> Why is Radiohead season do, 11? Do you like Radiohead, Mr. Daddy, sir? <laughs> Mr. Daddy, sir, please, yeah. Mr. Daddy, sir, please. Oh, it's just a vibe I could just sit in for a while. It's the keyboard you know? for me. I love that keyboard. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, for me, it's the drums. Yeah. That time, that, that little, that little, little shuffle, little shuffle. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's gonna be the first dance of my wedding. First dance of my wedding. Some animals. Little five four. Number six is an unknown newborn. Oh, Wow, there we go. Number five is literally like I could swap these two around because I feel like they're the same song, but it's yeah. Bliss. Bliss. Yes. I'm very surprised not to see that in uh, Lucas's. Uh, it yeah, hurt not to. Yeah. Yeah. Not even in the on mensch. The other, yeah, it was, it was in my on mentions. Okay. Well, it's in his mentions. alternate reality <laughs> top ten though. The, <laughs> the 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 thing I found difficult with mine is is I also I kind of didn't want to just do the first half top ten again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh man. I wanna to listen to Origin. I wanna do it. Ah. Good song. I forget that that's on Origin of Symmetry. Now, good news, we have hit twenty different songs. So we're gonna have a top twenty, so that's good that's good news. Yeah, yeah don't worry, it's gonna it's definitely gonna get okay. Uh, Wait, how four... have we done twenty different songs when only two people have done it so far and Steve has yet to do ten? Mine are already on the spreadsheet. Uh okay. Yeah, because he knows his own. I know mine already. Spoilers for me. Spoilers what? for Adam. <laughs> Number four surprised me that it was this high. Yeah. But here we are. It's Panic Station by Muse. That <laughs> is insane. Uh. 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 No. No. Don't like that. Don't really like that. <laughs> um, massive surprise amazing what base stupid that encapsulates silly muse for me that exists in a tiny little bubble to the side yeah and if people say when Lucas has said silly muse you think panic station yep just mm. put that in a little tiny little egg down there and then it, lovely great and then my cat lays it later <laughs> the little cat eggs yeah, yeah. lovely call cool. back to great Oh, three hours love ago. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> okay, number two. No, three. <laughs> Shit. Number three. Algorithm. Oh, top three. Algorithm. 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 Yeah, man. I love which, it which, so much. Basic version. A basic version. version. The basic, basic bitch version. version. Yeah. 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 Listen. Oh, it made me like. It made me listen to so much like synthwave um, playlists that I just. I've got one, Steve. I'll, really... share, I'll share my synthwave players. Oh, yes, you. please do. Please do. I love it. I love it. Um, like, it really, really made me want them to do just, just an album of this. Like, it's very formulatic when I've listened to, like, uh, synthwave playlists. 
But I, oh man, it's so Steve, good. That, that encap- algorithm encapsulates what um, simulation theory should have been as a whole. Like they just do, do, do this as a start and then just grow on yeah, that. I agree. They should have done more. Mm, lovely. Yeah. Uh, number two. Yeah. Knights of Cydonia. Oh, oh, I know that one. Uh, sorry, Lucas. The Knights of Cydonia. <laughs> sorry, I think. Do you mean Man of Harmonica and Knights? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah, to have yeah. them I only know them as that. <laughs> Number one is Plug In Baby. Of course it is. Of course, Plug of course In Baby. It is the big. Absolutely visceral. I mean, I'm memories. pretty sure Plug In Baby is going to be number one of the 20 between us. But it is such a awakening. Show, yeah. Such an awakening. What? Like, Why are you visceral. awakening so much? You've got so many awakenings <laughs> this episode. Like, you're so horny. Uh, yeah, I am. Um, Why have I been so Like, a very, a very like big memory that I remember there we go I didn't want to say visceral or uh, awakening again but um, from listening to that song for the first time like I remember hearing it I remember hearing that that riff and just being blown away and that has not happened uh, with a lot of songs and uh, Hug It Baby is just there it has to be always will it always will and it always will what if they release a song that's better than well they won't Right, well, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's probably a fair... <laughs> yeah. Steve, you consider that they might do Plug-In Baby 2? <gasps> <gasps> what a world. What a like, world. How they, like how they did Citizen Erased 2, apparently. <laughs> I hear that all the time now because I'm on TikTok. Uh, okay, cracking. Good stuff. Good news. <laughs> Good I love news. these top tens. They're so interesting. Uh... So. I hate mine. I'm I'm already pained <laughs> by the idea that mine is on record. Like, excuse me, uh, I hate it. Please give way to the right honourable mentions. Uh, but, uh, here we but, go. Uh, so my honourable mentions but, uh, are micro cuts, hyper music, mm. yeah, super massive black hole. Oh, didn't make the top ten. <laughs> falling down. Ooh, oh, and animals. Didn't yeah. just did, didn't quite get into the, uh, the so top close. 10. Falling yeah. down the first showbiz. Oh no, Steve gave showbiz an honourable mention. I he think, did. He gave he? the on mention. Yeah, but none in none in the top ten. Interesting. No well, muscle showbiz. museum from Steve as well, which is very odd. Yeah, it's that biggest song. The biggest, biggest song. song. So yeah. number ten. There it is. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to say what it is because they've literally said it at the beginning of the song. Really helpful. One of the main things I like about the song. Um, so I would actually really like all songs from now on to just start with someone saying the title of the song. <laughs> it just make, it make doing this podcast much oh, easier. It makes you so much interesting. Yeah, yeah. That would, it would be so much interesting. Is that why <laughs> Damn Dog is your favourite song? It is, yes, that's right. Well, that's even better because it says who it's by as well. <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah. helpful. Very correctly labelled. Yeah. I'm actually surprised that that's only at number 10, Adam. I thought that was going to be higher. Well, so. the thing is, uh, there's nine songs I prefer to it. So. Based on the way you've talked about <laughs> stuff over this podcast, that surprises me. <laughs> Uh, and a sp- one of these, one of the songs is, of course, uh, "Unnatural Selection." Oh yes! Now I love your top ten. Um, can I stipulate? Can I stipulate that this is the five point one mix? Absolutely. It's, it's not on Absolutely. Spotify, but in my top ten is the five point one mix. Yeah, fine. Because <laughs> it's got that extra like twenty seconds of stuff. Um, have you listened to it in five point one? No, I don't have a like a, a speaker system that means I can do that. Let's get together. Oh, let's to my house and do it. 
come to my house. Come to mine instead. I don't want to come to your house. I just want to wait for the riff, really. It's inviting I won't come. Okay, I'm not inviting no, you. No, I won't come, Steve. No, that's fine. But like, I'm just inviting Adam to come to my... Oh, what a riff. Just sounds so I much like really new metal. Good. I mean, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, what? I think there won't be. Yeah, I'm no. changing all of my scores yeah, to 10 no. out of 10. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Can I add that to my top... I'm going to put it as number three. Okay, yeah. great. <laughs> that's my <laughs> number two. Tough. So that's good. All right, number eight. But of course, uh, Grand Omega Bosses. Yeah, Grand Omega Bosses edit. So two two odd edits there next to each other. But I mean, come on, this like this epitomizes fun memes. To me. Oh, especially yeah. Are we just going to agree that Adam top Adam's top ten is the definitive? Uh. <laughs> the thing with that sound, that, that additional guitar sound on the Grand The Tom Morello sound, yeah. That woo, that makes me think of the word whirly dervish. What? What's that? Is it called a whirling dervish? It, I think it is, yeah, but I, don't, I couldn't tell you dervish. what it is. Nah, it, just, it makes sense. I think it fits. Yeah. Yeah, it does. That a would be, a yeah, whirling dervish. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. What is a whirling dervish? I'll look that up whilst you give us number whatever. Seven, That's which is another 12. song that we haven't heard yet. Hypochondriac music. Oh, yeah. Uh, what a great reimagining of, of a classic that, uh, that, that got a shout out in my honourable mention. I just prefer that version. It's just the path that Muse could have, but definitely should not have gone down. Is very why not should have? Me. Why why should not have? I if don't think to. I don't think the the Radiohead comparison would have ever gone away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. If like if they'd released stuff like this and Conscience and stuff, that there's the end. Yeah. That's it, mate. Uh, an- another important fact is that a whirling dervish, okay, yeah, is a, is a dance done by the Sufi dervishes of the Mev Mevlevi order mm. uh, of, of Turkish Udder. Persian. It's a dance done by some kind of got bored of his own explanation right it's a some dance kind of, done by a, some the kind dance of is called the dance is called suffy whirling and the people that do it are called dervishes right so whirling Great. dervish interesting i thought context. it was a, i thought it was a firework i think spinning You're thinking a catherine, of a catherine wheel. wheel a different type of spinning one number six uh it's another <laughs> one that we haven't had yet adam's top 10 is great it's a bit sexy. What I like about Adam's top ten is it's like my top ten from Manix, where it's like none of it's expected. <laughs> it's all left field. And, and, but we and all still love it. And I love it. Well, yeah, but the difference is I love all these songs. So right, fun. yeah. I mean, you say it's unexpected, but in at number five, uh, it's plugging baby. Yeah, so uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it yeah, kind of gets a bit, uh, yeah. bit repetitive from here. Uh, number four is uh, is take a bow. Oh, because just, I mean that is just a very very cool song uh, number three oh Exogenesis I really thought part three yeah part three I thought there was going to be some symphony in your top ten to be honest with if, you Lucas. if I could have put the symphony as a whole in as one as one spot I think we'd have let you add that would you a, yeah. no would you actually no 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 so. don't say that I that's not so, fair yeah. you can't say that now no I think we would have done yeah no, you yeah. wouldn't. You yeah, would not have allowed that. You would have said it's three songs, Lucas. 
No, you're not I don't care do enough. No, I, think, I don't care enough. So yeah, you can, yeah. don't because I would genuinely. I think I might have put the whole symphony as a whole at like number two. Well, no, it's too late now. I would have. Yeah, what beautiful uh, piece of music! Lovely, lovely. Uh, number two, hysteria. Number, number one, one yeah, which yeah. means number one is no change. Like... Yeah. Uh, absolute peak muse for me like you said like the perfect blend uh, of electronic and, and rock and i think the perfect blend of everything that they do well i reckon um cool top tens we're gonna we're gonna share those as, as playlists do you want the the top 20 absolutely uh, All right. mu- much like with what happens with manix the fan the the me in this case and the you last season are kind of has the most boring list yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I wouldn't and say mine I... was boring, but uh, that's fine. What last season? It yeah, was, there was, but there was like you had your fucking design for life. Yeah. No, I didn't put design for life in there. You put a number zero, didn't you? Because it was too yeah, good yeah. to even warrant being on the list. <laughs> uh, something like that. Yeah, maybe a little bit of cheating. Um. <laughs> Whereas actually, actually, can, can I can I change my top ten? And actually, it's all the songs we just talked about. What, all twenty of them? No, all all thirty of them. Well, well, yeah. I think there was there was twenty two in total. Okay, interesting. So only you've two got, didn't you've got make it already. The I've got it ready. Got so here group. we go. Okay, from twenty to number one, supermassive black hole, unnatural selection, the void, microcuts, blackout, assassin, animals, Stockholm syndrome, hypochondriac music, endlessly, bliss, panic station, algorithm. Exogenesis Part 3, Newborn, Take a Bow, Map of the Problematique, Knights of Cydonia, Hysteria, Plug in Baby. An interesting top 20, because I think if if you were to crowdsource a top 20 from solely Muse fans, you probably would not have animals endlessly, probably wouldn't get the void, might not even get blackout. Mm. Yeah. But that is an expansive uh, list across their career, right? Like, there's no. It wasn't like it was one to twenty was mostly origin of symmetry. There's no. So, um, there's no showbiz. Yeah. But every other album, including Hullabaloo, cool. is is represented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's nice. mental. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. Um. I mean, so that's the end of season two. Yeah. What? The end of the okay. second year of the podcast. In yeah. quite a short episode this week. Yeah. Um, yeah. How long is this? Three and a quarter? Three and a half an ten? Three and ten? It's about 20 half minutes an hour, 45 like Are we going to release yeah, this yeah. as a single episode as well? Well, we well that's it, what yeah. you wanted. Yeah. yeah. It's not what I wanted. So. I didn't ever express an opinion. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's, it's what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is. Um, we've kind of, you know, we've discussed over the course of the last two years, you know, whether or not music is an art, whether or not art is important you know, what music is, what music isn't. Is there any point in doing a season three? Like, what, thing is, the thing, thing is, why would I do a season three with you people? I got what I wanted out of this. Well, exactly. I, got you yeah. to, I got you to do a Muse podcast. Yeah. You did it. Yeah. I've, I've done it now. Yeah. So why, what's my incentive to keep doing this? I don't know. I only did Mannix to get to Muse. Yeah, as exactly. Established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So why would I do a season on like status quo? No, it's a good point. Do for season three. Well, it's, it's status quo, but yeah. it's status quo. But yeah, no, no. we're going to call it. Are they quote good? 
Uh, what? Like quite good, or, yeah. or are oh they God, quote okay. good? Well, it's a double meaning, isn't it? That's what makes it so great. That is that is what makes it great. Um, I don't think we are any closer to answering what is music. We should do this for another. We're not going to do a year because we've already established the next. The next season will not take us a year. Well, we'll get on to that in a minute. But first, I want to say thank you very much to uh, everybody who has who has been listening to this year and and the year before. Anybody who's just started listening and is working through the backlog. Anybody who, for some reason, is just listening uh, to this episode. That's it. That's the end. That'd be weird. Someone's just like, I can't bother to listen to a whole podcast about yeah. movies. I, I want well, to know their general thoughts. Well, in theory, Final you could. Done. Like, in theory, you could just do this one. You'd have a pretty good idea of what we think about Muse. We've still it's talked true. about Muse for longer than probably any other podcast has just on this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's probably yeah, true. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. We're done. Bye. So now it's the listeners' turn to come and talk to us. Come and find us on our social media and let us know what you think of Muse in general, or us in general, I guess. I mean, uh, keep it positive about us if you can, because it could be a bit (laughs) devastating. Uh, I need this. You can find us on Twitter at WhatIsMusicPod, Instagram at WhatIsMusicPod, at uh, WhatIsMusic on TikTok. And if you'd like to send in something a little bit longer, give us your long thoughts on Muse. We have an episode coming up that is a Christmas episode. I'm going to read out our backlog of emails, and we're going to really delve into the psyche of our weird listeners. Uh, email us <laughs> what is especially music that pod. one yeah that one yeah you yeah, know honestly, uh, honestly sorry sorry for emailing you what is music pod <laughs> at gmail.com um we are going to continue this in into the new year and we know what we're doing for the next two seasons yep um but nobody else does and yeah. well for season five we don't know what Fucking we're, hell, we're already putting out talking about season five yeah. we'll get to yeah, that in yeah, 2029 yeah, yeah, yeah. But season five is going to be listener's choice. Yeah, that's true. So we're, we're going to set up a, a load of polls. Uh, we're going to pick four bands each. The listeners are going to pick four bands. And we're going to do a big sort of like bracket. We're going to face them off against each other to find out what we do in season five or season six because it depends what the outcome is. We might want a little breather in between. Yeah, but if it ends up being someone lengthy, we exactly. might want to do, like, you might want to do, do another little, short do a, little, yeah. a little palette cleanser. Like maybe so, we'll do like... R.E.M. The Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. David Bowie. Um, yeah. We thought it would be fun if uh, you guys tried to guess what season three is because we've seen some people guessing and it's not even been close. If you yeah. can get... Sorry. Or, 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 like, or some people are actually getting really close or even spot on, but we're pretending. <laughs> no, they're not. They're, they're not. They're, they're not even well, off. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they're spot on. No. They're wildly off. They're terrible. If you can tweet us with a guess... You get one tweet each with as many guesses in it as you possibly can. So as many as you can fit into into one characters. tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you can guess what it is correctly, we will let you have an increased say in what we do for season five. You'll be able to insert somebody directly into the ballot. So tweet oh, us. That was it. We're gonna we're yeah. gonna we're gonna yeah. we're gonna fan poll. For th- for three of the bands, but one person gets to decide, what, and one person gets to just simply put one in, put as the their favourite artist in, or, or and then an there's four like from each of, color. and then there's four from each of us, yeah, making a bracket of sixteen, yeah, where ultimately everyone will end up voting. There can be so only one. Have to, so that we have to cover. Yeah, we're Highlander. Yeah, yeah by yeah, Queen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So tweet I can't remember who I, I can't remember who I picked. You get one tweet with as many artists you can try and fit in. Uh, one tweet. Look, I'm, 
I, I, you have we're to not spell really... the artist's name right. You can't shorten it to squeeze more in. <laughs> we're not going to... That's not true. We are not going to, like, oh, do, like, clues or whatever. But what we... You know, we have said stuff about it. So uh, what we've already said is that it's a shorter season and it's different to what we've already done. So do what you will with that information. And I'm also dropping clues left, right and centre all over social media. Well, yeah, but none of them are for the artists that we're covering. And, uh, also, you... not, and, also, not in, and also not in threads that's got anything to do with our podcast. I'm yeah. just like going on random like FA Cup news and just tweet and just writing like a hint. And then like if someone ever stumbles across it, welcome to the... Well, I'll tell you it. what, I'm going to give one more clue. If you're internet savvy enough, there is somewhere on the internet where it is very apparent uh, who we're doing next. It's so okay. apparent. I don't even know the answer. What, yes, yeah, explain same. to us off mic what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, looking forward to that, Adam. If, what? if you like what we did over the last year, there are a couple of ways that you can support us other than listening, uh, if you'd like to. Uh, 100%, thank you so much for listening to this whole season. Please join us for the next one. If you want to buy our merchandise, you can go to whatismusicpod.redbubble.com. You'll find some uh, Muse-specific designs, some Manic-specific designs, some general podcast designs. Um, if you don't want any merch but you want to chuck us a couple of quid you can go to coffee.com which is ko-fi.com slash what is music all donations go towards us being able to do this for another two three seasons whatever we end up doing very specific thank yous to emily hyatt andrew trendle patrick jones mark beaumont emma slash at take uno bow and mark burrows for guesting this year thank you to fry for our artwork thank you steve for running the social media thank you lucas for doing all of the research and making playlists and all of that stuff that about does it thank you thank you adam much. for doing all of the work apart from yeah that. i was just thank editing you, really yeah that's the most work should yeah. we leave with just uh, one piece of advice Yes, please. Go I mean, on. it'd be it would it'd be pain, it'd be wrong not to. Give. Yes, yeah. Don't waste your time, or time will waste you.